Hello everyone and welcome to another episode Hello, of Aftermath. Shut up, you. <laughs> Shut up. You. Always with the sabotage. Um, so let's see, where we left off last week, um, our group had just made it back, or just made it to the town of, um, to the town of Western, um, after their long journey along the Silvercut. Um, just previously, they had decided on a somewhat, um, heavily debated topic of the group name. Um, they decided on... Decided... Had to pick. Look, we went with the fairest, quickest way <laughs> we could do it without using up the already. I don't even remember how much time it took you guys to even come up with what was there. So, if y'all want to yeah. change it later, that's on y'all. But for now, it is what it is. Uh, it is the Storm Riders. So, yep. that being said, um, you guys made that decision. Uh, just met a few people on your way back to, uh, or on your way towards Western. Um, you eventually made it there. Um, and at that point, you were all in, you all found out that um, that Parker um, is from Western, and her family lives in Western. Uh, upon finding out about this, you all decided that um, you would all go to meet um, Parker's uh, family there in what is known as the Trades Meet, or the Market District. Market Ward, sorry. Um, you went there, um, met with her mother, who was happy to see you, learned that... Um, learned that um, Parker's father's currently out on a uh, business trip um, to Iman and I believe that is where we um, left off uh, for we were gonna go get some dinner yes and she wanted to come she knew a spot I asked and I asked and she said she knows a spot she did indeed say that <clears throat> she knew a spot Um, so, you guys are there, um, just talking with her, um, in the storefront of, uh, Brambles. Um, and she just says, well, um, I'll be closing up in about an hour. If you all would like to wait here, you can, or if you'd like to, um, Parker, if you'd like to show them around, uh, Western a bit more, you are welcome to do that, and I will, um... I will uh, join you all at the um, at the Sofsky Bakery in uh, about an hour and a half. If that's okay with you all. Oh, not Sofsky, Soft Sky. Sorry, I read that incorrectly. Soft Sky Bakery. Yeah, cool. That sounds great, Mom. Guys. Yeah, I guess it's all right. Let's go. Great. So, um, is there any particular place you would like to, uh, you'd like to show them? Or did you just want to walk around the trades meet, or what did you want to do? Uh, 
Uh, I imagine we'll probably go to the library tomorrow. So we'll probably just walk around and just show that- Oh! I can take him to the manhole thing. Okay. Yeah, sure. The manhole thing, I like that. Um, manhole thing. The manhole thing. Yeah, so we can talk about what happened. It Did is you a... just say manhole? You would you would know it as the you would know it as the <laughs> memorial. Um, but yes, you can certainly take them to the manhole thing. Um, so you begin to make your way back towards um, back towards the center of town. Um, I uh, but I want to note, but um, uh, upon hearing that, uh, Fang hearing, um, God, my brain's just not working for names. I'm sorry. Um, upon Fang hearing Seymour say that, he kind of chuckles, you know, to himself, ha ha ha, and gives him a high five as they start over walking. <laughs> okay. Fang respected that. Alright, so, well, um... Bozek, since, since you said you didn't really know what happened, I know just the place for you to kind of figure some stuff out. Yeah. Sounds good. I think you'll like it. And it's underground. But well, it'll be okay. Don't worry. Did you we'll say underground? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay, though. It's okay. Yeah, no thanks. I think I'll just go to the, the, no, 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 no. the bakery. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Come on, Danger Cell. No, it's okay. You've done it before. Yeah, but I, I, I'm very, very, sh very shallow when I go underground. It's okay. Just follow us. How about we decide whenever you get there? Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Sorry, that's not the right thing. Um, all right, so... Um, as you guys um, make your way back towards the center of town now, it's, it's, uh, it's approaching sunset. Uh, uh, you find the you find the manhole now, the manhole cover there. Uh, it's actually been it's actually been covered back over um, for the evening, but um, it's easy enough for you to pull the manhole cover back off. And you see now the actual manhole cover itself. Um, now when it used to be, it used to be a nondescript manhole cover, but now, um, due to the, um, importance of what this manhole cover conceals, it actually, um, is a very ornate, uh, manhole with the, with the symbol of Western, um, kind of engraved onto the, uh, onto the manhole, and at the bottom, um, there is a symbol that you recognize um, Parker as the symbol of Vox Machina. Um, so you're able to pull the manhole cover off and you look beneath and there's actually a very well, um, a very sturdy ladder um, now that is used to actually descend down into what is known as the Underwalk. Um, so, who'd like to go first? I don't want to go first because I want to make sure that Bozek goes down. I'll go down. Seymour will go down to check it out. 
uh, and he'll walk in and be like, oh, okay, so this is a memorial. Wow. Oh, that looks like Vox Machina. I read about their adventures. I don't know if I'm talking to anybody, but I'm just down there talking yeah. by myself. And as you, as you go down, um, <laughs> you, actually, you actually begin to see as, as you go down, there are some, there are some sconces that are, that are faintly lit with, um, with magical light. Um, and surprisingly enough, um, what used to be a sewer down here is actually has actually been converted into this memorial. Um, the walls are this are this very uh, this very smooth stone um, that looks like it was. It doesn't look like it was like drilled or dug or anything like that. It look it's just very smooth and looks like it was almost um, almost magically dug out. Um, Parker, you know that this that this underwalk was this part of the underwalk was actually magically dug out uh, by members of Vox Machina um, in order to create a bunker for much of the much of the town of Western to live in um, during uh, the attack of Umbrasil as well as the herd of storms um, and as as you uh, enter in um, We'll just say that Ryder also goes in after, um, also goes in after, after Seymour. Um, Fang, are you going in? Yeah, I'll go in. Okay. Zira, you as well? Yeah, I'm going to go. All right. So you all begin to climb down. Well, Ryder too, what do you say? Let's go. Hey, uh, I don't think Squeak wants to go down. So me and him will just stay up here, Okay. We'll we'll uh, we'll look out for everyone. What for? Make sure there's no gnolls. There's. You never know when there's gonna be some gnoll attack. We didn't know those gnolls were gonna attack us today. (laughs) Y'all have fun. (laughs) Tell me all about it. You wanna know all about it, don't you, little squeak? The perfect way to know all about it is to go come down here. Yeah, we just like hearing about things, really. Don't oh really my god, she's so cute. Hear about it. I'm here. Yeah, With us. No thanks. Appreciate it, too. The gnolls. Okay. Okay, fine. Suit I'm yourself. not even sure it would fit. My shell's really void. What if I get it's stuck a, down there? It's a pretty wide manhole. I just give up, please. Yeah. All right. I just, I just go down. All right. Things was like, um, it, it was a good try. So, uh, you climb down, and now you all see the same the same side of these smooth walls. Um, but as you get closer to the walls, you notice um, that kind of scratched and engraved um, into these walls um, are names. Um, one side of the length of the wall, there's a list of names, and then also a list of names on the other. Um, Parker, you know this that on one side of the wall is a list of those um, who survived um, the attack from Umbrasil and the Herd of Storms, um, while the other wall is a memorial and the list of the names of those um, who did not survive those attacks. Um, and you all I imagine been... I know where my name is. Yes, um, your name is obviously on the survivor's wall. Um, you are Right. Very quickly. So I want to like run up and be like, guys, 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 look, look, this is my name. 
Huh, yeah. Uh, your name? Surviving persons. Your mother's name? Your father's name? Yep. Yeah, this is this is all the people that made it through through the attack. A rider also kind of scans wall and he kind of looks down towards kind of looks down towards the far left of the wall where the list begins. And he looks and he says Oh wow Guys you won't believe this Look over here It's Vox Machina <gasps> And he points yeah, out and you they, see the they first actually love this tunnel. You see the first name on the list scratched in a somewhat rudimentary form it's the name Percival de Rolo and underneath that one you see Keyleth of the Arishari Grog Strongjaw so on and so forth the list continues downward <sighs> Vox Machina I've heard the name yeah I read all about them man all their adventures sounds so cool so much fun are they popular Oh, yes, they're so popular. There's so many books and tales, and, uh, I mean, they slayed dragons, and there's just so much to that group. They're, they're incredible adventurers, maybe the most famous group in all the lands. Seamil, or if you think that's cool, you should see him in person. That was awesome. I can't believe it. I bet it was so cool. How'd you see them in person? I, they were here. And oh. I live here. Right. They helped save us. Very valiant. And I just kind of want to like, Bozek, you're really missing it. Is there danger down there? You guys okay? There's no noise Will you come here. Down I'm sorry, I can't hear what you're saying. I'd scream twice in quick succession if you need me to come down. <sighs> well, that's fun. Very cool. Very cool. I'd like to see if I can approach a family. Maybe someone who was on the other side um, of on like next to the list of names that the people who didn't survive. And what did you want to do there? I don't know. Just speak to someone. Maybe offer my condolences. Yeah. Um, this uh, unfortunately, you guys are the only ones down there right now. Um, it seems that most of the visitation here is done uh, during the day, and now that it's kind of a little bit closer to evening. Um, most everybody's cleared out. Like I said, the, the manhole cover was placed back on, and um, they typically tend to go there throughout the day. Um, Is the, uh, the fancy manhole cover the, uh, the only way in? Yes. Um, you, you know, uh, Parker, that through the... that this part of the, the this part of the city um the underwalk um does actually extend out quite a bit further and there is actually there is actually a ward of the city down here um it's mostly mostly occupied by low lives and 
thieves and people who typically want to stay out of the eyes of those above yeah, ground. Yeah, we're not going down there. Um, and it eventually does lead into the sewers of the city, which can be used to make your way out of the city or into other parts of the city um, without being as... conspicuous. I'd like to um, walk over to the list of names of the people who didn't survive and Seymour will reach into his components pouch and he'll pull out a bit of a bit of phosphorus, um, a glowworm and a small feather. And I'm just going to kind of whisper something in my hand and then kind of lay it down underneath that stone with the list of names um, and just kind of sit there in silence for a few seconds staring at some names by the way do I recognize any names at all um pick a history check alright oh man darn it it's not good um Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Um, darn it, I cleaned up stuff earlier and I moved my book. I always move it right before I'm about to start. Okay. A desk would come in handy. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> no, Fang told you about it. <laughs> most Fang has ever talked. I'm just going to figure out where I put my... Oh, there it is. My trusty pen. I've been playing, I've been, I've been playing more Witcher 3. It's helping. That's nice. good. Nice. Um, you see one name that looks familiar, um, but you can't recall why. Um, and the name is... Um, Seren, S-E-R-R-I-N, Broth Drinker. Okay. Can't recall why you recognize this name, but you see the name and you're like, out of all the names on the list, you stop at this one and you're like, I know, I, I know this, but I'm not sure why. I just kind of, Seymour kind of stares a little bit, thinks to himself. Uh, once again, lays those components down, and we'll walk back to the group. Yes, and you and you point. notice that beneath Broth Drinker, there is there. It looks like there was a there was a family. Um, there's Saren. It's the name you recognize, and then there are other Broth Drinkers underneath um, gotcha. that go by the names of uh, Torin Broth Drinker and Callie. Those two names you don't recognize, but you do recognize Saren. Okay. So I, I just walk back to the group and... Well, thank you for bringing us down here, Parker. This is uh, definitely an incredible memorial to all those brave folk. All you, you, you and your family and your, your town. It's just, it was so sad to, you know... 
see all this happen, but I'm so happy to see that all of, you know, y'all came back and seemed like y'all are trying to rebuild. It's It looks pretty good around here. Thanks, Seymour. It means a lot. We're really trying. Well, guys, you ready? And I just kind of like point up to the ladder. Yeah, I hope uh, Bozak didn't run off. Oh, don't worry. He's fine. Okay. Um, with that, uh, Ryder says, Oh, um, actually, I've got to make a stop um, uh, at another part of town really quick. I've got to do some... Just got to make a quick stop. You guys go on ahead, and I'll meet you there. Um, Do you know okay. where we're meeting? Yeah, yeah, the bakery, right? I'll find it. I can just ask around. It'll be okay. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Well, if you need anything, just uh, just find us, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll meet you guys at the bakery. All righty. With that, he climbs back up the ladder. Not by me. Climbs back up the ladder, kind of pulls a hood over his head, and then... Um, he looks over at you, Bozik, and he just says, Bozik, keep an eye on them. I've got to, I've got to go. I've yeah, gotta... always. I'm always keeping an eye on them. You right. Know, I've got to go gotta make, these, I've got to keep the crew safe. I've got to go make a stop real quick okay. and I'll be, I'll be, I'll be back in a few okay, minutes. Bye, all right. Rider. Bye, Ryder. He, he kind of runs off in a, in one direction. All right. Uh, what are the rest of you doing? Veg on her okay? Hmm. Oh. I'm not worried about you. Climbing the ladder. All right. Once I see you, I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, where are you guys headed? Um, did, are we meeting Miss Tori at the bakery? Is that where we said we were meeting? Uh, yeah. I believe so. Okay, gotcha. I believe that's and what she asked. We were going to stay at the tavern... Uh, the sun kissed, yes. Yeah, I was. I had it written down. I was gonna find it. Oh, sorry, sorry. It's all good. No, it's all good. I need to make sure I have it written down. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> let's see. Man, I gotta switch gears a lot, and my <laughs> head is just so scrambled. I had a crazy day. All right, guys. Well, I guess if we're ready, we can uh, head over to the bakery. I don't know. I don't necessarily need to make any stops around here, even though this market is amazing. It's Gosh, there's so many stalls. There's tons and tons of wares around here. So many things we could buy. You're actually not in the market right now. You're actually in the... Uh... Well, the market back there, you know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> you're, you're in the Opal Ward currently, which is the which is the central district of town. Gotcha. Sorry. Um, all right, so um, you guys are heading to the Soft Sky Bakery. Um, not too far from where you're at. Uh, maybe about a... Maybe about a 10, 10 minute walk from where you're at. Um, you kind of make your way back through uh, back through the Opal Ward um, and kind of turn off a bit towards uh, towards the residential ward there. And right where the Opal Ward ends and the residential ward begins, you see a um, <clears throat> what looks to be a, a, a small corner building um, with 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 a glass window kind of on each kind of on each side um, and on one. And on one window, you see um, you see in fancy cursive 
uh, word written out soft sky and on the other um, and on the other window it just says bakery um, and kind of in the center there um, on the corner is the doorway that leads um, into the bakery and there are a few tables kind of um, and kind of placed around the outside of the building and you see a few patrons there it look like they're um, some eating uh, looks to be some artisanal bread you see one person kind of chewing on a sandwich um, and uh, kind of on the and on the outside there um, kind of waiting at the door um, you see Tori Bramble um, she notices all of you and she says all right well I've had a long day I'm pretty hungry how about you all yeah for sure this yeah, is one of my this is one of my favorite places in town. They make the best pastrami sandwich you'll ever have. Do they have any mushrooms? I'm not Maybe sure. Some mushroom soup? I'm sure you could probably ask them. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Um let's see here. So you guys um you guys walk into the uh to this Small, it's it's a fairly small shop. Um, most of the shop, most of the eating uh, area is is outside in the front. Um, as you all um, kind of make your way in, the, the shop front is small, but kind of behind the counter there is actually much larger. Um, there's a table where you see uh, um, where you see kind of an older gentleman um, wearing an apron. Um, uh, clean shaven, probably in his mid fifties. Um, kind of salt and pepper, um, short cropped hair, um, uh, very uh, very dark leathery skin. Uh, as you all walk in, kind of kind of turns and says, "Oh, well, uh, welcome to the Soft Sky Bakery. Uh, what can I help all of you with?" And he walks over towards the towards the counter and just kind of puts his arms up on the counter and rests them there as he looks across all of you and he says, Oh, Tori, uh, these are uh, guests of yours. Hey. And she says, Yes, um, we'll be uh, having uh, dinner together this evening. Um, I'll be having my my usual, if you don't mind, Frank. He says, Oh, uh, absolutely. Um, I'm... Uh, Frankenfurt Soft Sky, for those of you who don't know me, this is uh, my bakery. Um, so, nice place. Here thank you. Make you. A mean pastrami. I do, if that is um, one of uh, Miss Bramble's favorites here. And Parker Bramble, is that you back there? Hey, Frank. Well, I haven't seen you in quite a while. Well, um, what will all of you be having? I've got, um, I've got some bread that's just fresh out of the oven. I can put together some, uh, some pastrami sandwiches for you. I just got a, a fresh batch of uh, salted meat over from the uh, from the butcher. If you'd, if you'd like, put me down for one. Excellent. That sounds fantastic, Mr. Frankenfurt. It's a pleasure to meet you. My name is Seymour Whittleson Ungart. And Miss Tori personally recommended your shop. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you so much for for serving us today. Okay. 
Yeah, do you have any, like, uh, mushroom soup, maybe? Anything like that? I have a broth soup that I make with mushrooms, yes, if that's what you would like. Yeah, yeah, that sounds fantastic. Excellent, I'll, um, I'll go ahead and, and boil some up for you. It'll be a little bit longer than the sandwiches, as I'm gonna have to have to have to cook it. Um, oh, that's fine. Hey, here, and you can take these mushrooms and put them in there as well. I hand him just some mushrooms. Takes, <laughs> kind of holds out them, holds out his hand, and kind of accepts the mushrooms from you. Um, he kind of looks over them a little bit. Yeah, and hey, uh, I've got some more. If you want to give some to your other customers, maybe uh, some kind of special or something. There's I actually, um, I've actually got a an exclusivity deal with a with a mushroom farmer just outside of town. So, oh, um, a I'll, mushroom farmer. I'll use these. Uh, like he grows his own mushrooms. Well, yes. Um. Anyways. You can do that. Is he a druid as well? I don't know. I would love to meet this man. Oh, guys, can we go meet this man sometime, please? Please, oh please, oh please. Uh, I don't see why not. Fantastic! We can do our best for a sec. What's his name? Um, well, his name is a bit odd. Um, he's a bit of an odd fellow. Uh, I call him, I call him, uh, I call him Tid, but, uh, his name is, uh, uh, Tiddle. Tiddle Bronxwith. Hmm. Tiddle Bronxmith, gotcha. Bronxwith. Bronxwith. I thought you were about to say, I call him Tid, but his name is Tiddle. Uh, it's just Tiddle. His name's Tiddle. His name's... <laughs> I was about to just lose my mind. Tiddle, Tiddle Bronxwith. His it's name is Tiddle. Tiddle. His name is Tiddle. Um, Tiddle, Tiddle Bronxwith, yes. Bronxwith. That's uh, B R O N G S W I T H. Bronxwith. Awesome. Parker, I guess you know this guy. You can tell us where he is, right? Interesting. Somewhat. Uh, uh, you've never met this this person. I I don't know, but I think we can figure it out, Bozak. Hey, where does he live? Uh, he lives. Uh, if you go out, um, uh, if you follow the road uh, out north of Western, um, he has his uh, his hovel there, um, about three miles there into the. Um, into the forest. Oh, perfect. So, um, any other, uh, you there, um, me motions towards you, uh, Zira. Is, is, what, what will you be having? You got any meat, man? What? Yes, I just said that. I want the meat. Are you, would you also like the pastrami, you or? I have a sandwich as well, Frank. Okay, that's all right. Excellent. Uh, and for as will I. Uh, and for you, my grizzly friend. Looks over towards you, Fang. The. Uh, the oh, that's right. You said sandwich. the pastrami as well. That's right. Okay, that's right. Sorry. Right. Excellent. Well. Do you guys think we should get something for Ryder? Yeah, I me. I can make some more mushrooms. Um, I don't know. I mean, he's on a storm. We ha we do have another uh, <laughs> one of our tabaxi friends on his way here. He's going to meet us here. So if you could uh, bring out an extra pastrami sandwich for him, that would be great. Yeah, well, I'll um, 
I'll have another one made and uh, I'll have another one ready to go. And when he gets here, I'll put it together for him. Thank you. That's all very right. Kind. Um, if you all just uh, have a seat outside, you should be able to pull some tables together out there, I think. Um, and I'll uh, bring the sandwiches out to you when they're ready. Great. Frank. Absolutely. And with that, he kind of turns, goes back to his table, and starts pulling out some um, some loaves of bread, and um, reaches down, kind of opens a package that looks like it has some uh, some salted um, some salted meat in there as well. Salted pork. So. Um, uh, Tori kind of leads you guys back outside. Um, she kind of starts to pull some tables together and put the put the chairs around, and um, um, kind of has a seat there at the table and beckons you all to do the same. I do so. Okay. So you all um, you all have a seat. And uh, Tori just kind of looks across all of you, just kind of with a satisfied grin on her face, and just says, oh, It's been a little while since I've um, actually gone out with friends. It's been so busy lately with the shop that it's just been... I haven't had any time, really, to even, to even take a break. <laughs> you know, you really shouldn't work so hard. You might die... You might die sooner than you're you're ready for, like me and my parents. Well, I'm hoping oh that God. that won't be the case. Um, but I think um, I think the hard I think our hard work is starting to pay off. We're finally getting the shop now to a spot where um, we're getting some regulars coming into. Um, regular clientele and now that that's beginning to happen our income is starting to stabilize for the most part along with the support coming from coming from Iman I, I wasn't really paying attention what do you, what do you sell again um well it's just a it's a general store of sorts we sell um, um, the the man who owns the the man who owns the shop in in Iman, um, uh, Gilmore, he, uh, he's an enchanter, so, um, he sends us some smaller, some smaller enchanted items, as well as, um, as well as some healing potions and things of that nature. It's not, it's not a lot, it's nothing big. There, there are some, some shops in, in Western that are, that are a bit larger than we are, but, um, we tend to have a bit more specialized, um, items for, um, actually, um, quite similar to um, things that you would be looking for um, in your adventuring party. Um, some enchanted items, some some potions. Uh, I have a few weapons um, that I've that I've been able to um, kind of purchase and have ready for resale. So um, I think the inventory is starting to come together nicely. Awesome. That's wonderful, and I'm happy to see that one of my friend's parents' shop is doing so well. And by the way, 
she she does some crazy stuff. I don't know if you've seen what she can do, but it's pretty impressive. I will say that. <laughs> Who do you think trained her? <laughs> was it those Vox Machina people? It was. It was me. I, I trained. Oh. Her. Oh. How you trained her how to like run a shop? It may be surprising to you, but um, I haven't always been a shopkeeper. Um, not very long ago, um, I also um, was somewhat of an adventurer. Really? Who did, who did you adventure with? Um, well, for the most part, I I spent a lot of I spent a lot of time on my own. Um, just kind of um, adventuring through the forest north of Western. Um, it's kind of a ranger there, so I did my share of um, did my share of hunting for um, furs and meats and things like that, and was able to make a living that way. Um, that's actually uh, that's actually how I met uh, Parker's father. Y'all met in the forest? Well, yes, sort of. He um, um, as he is a um, at the time he was a traveling merchant. Um, and was traveling on the road um, north, heading towards um, heading towards Crackhammer. And um, he uh, his wagon had some trouble, and I was able to stop in and help him. Um, needless to say, uh, we met that once and. I saw him a few more. Off? I saw him a few more times along the road, um, coming through the forest, and it turns out that um, he started um, planning ways for himself to um, uh, get stuck. Or um, one time he hired a brigand to pretend that he was mugging him in the middle of the forest, which I didn't approve of, but he got my attention regardless. Um, either way, these. Meetings became more frequent until eventually um, he had the courage to finally um, ask to court me, and the rest from there is history. Wow, that's really clever. I'm sure he would like to think so, yes. <laughs> I would love to meet this man. He's a very interesting person, that is for sure. So, do you happen to know where he is at the moment, or is he on his way to somewhere, or back from somewhere? I assume, um, right now, she kind of, she kind of counts out on her fingers, because he should be, um, on his way back from Iman, currently, if I counted the days correctly. Um, oh, he'll have to he'll have to stop through he'll have to stop through Kaimel. He's probably if I had to guess to this evening he pro is probably staying in Kaimel and then we'll be on his way here and make it here by and I think two days um, after leaving Kaimel. Well, it certainly would be a pleasure to meet him if we ever got the opportunity. I'm sure he would love to meet all of you, and I'm I'm sure he would love to see Parker as well. Um, 
you know, business is business, and I'm sure he's um, doing his best to um, to make sure the shop is um, stocked and ready. At this point, um, at this point, Frank comes out uh, with a platter um, full of sandwiches, and they're very they're very tall. Um, sandwiches, and you can see that there's a probably about an inch thick stack of stack of pastrami on it, um, and it's it's topped with some cabbage and what looks to be some some mustard on the bread as well, um, and then with a with what looks to be it would be a toothpick except it's the sandwiches are so tall it looks like he it's almost like a looks like a chopstick that he's got um, kind of stabbed through the sandwich to hold the whole thing together um, and kind of hands each of these. Um, sandwiches out to each of you, um, as well as um, takes a steaming bowl off of the off of the tray as well and puts it in front of you, uh, Bozik. Um, the soup's kind of a it's kind of a light brownish color. Um, it has some what looks to be some uh, some chopped mushroom in there as well that's kind of been steamed into the soup. This is fantastic. Yes, oh my god, this looks wonderful. Neat. Hey, hey, Poco. Hey, you want to try some mushroom in your sandwich? Oh, he also gives you, Hi. um, Bozik, he gives you like a, um, what looks to be like a, a freshly baked roll to use with your, to, to eat with your broth there. Oh, this is nice. Sure, Bozak, I'll take one. Here you go. Thanks. Alright, then you guys I'm make your way. Like, you guys begin to eat. Um, it is a very good, very good sandwich. I don't know if any of you have had pastrami before. I don't know if any of you have had good pastrami before, but this is good pastrami. Um, it's very tart. Um, has a lot of has a lot of salt and the mustard gives it kind of a kind of a sour flavor along with the along with the crunch of the cabbage um, and the bread he used is um, has kind of a has kind of a tougher tougher outer crust but a but a very soft and chewy um, inner what they call the crumb of the bread is uh, soft and chewy bit there and it's um it's quite nice they go they go very well together um along with the um he also brings out um some cups of what uh tastes to taste like almost a um it's a it's a tea of sorts um kind of has like a like an aromatic minty uh flavor to it almost um that helps after after each bite, you take a sip of the tea, and it helps clear clear your palate after each bite. And then you're able to take another bite and experience the experience the vibrancy of the flavors as if it were your first bite each time. It's he definitely um, he definitely has a has an idea of you know how what the flavor of his sandwich is and how to best complement that with um, you know, with a uh, beverage, and it is, 
a very nice evening now, and you see, um, as the as the sun begins to set, um, you see a man kind of coming down the road with a um, with a long pole um, with a lit torch on the end of it. He goes and he's lighting um, the lanterns along the along the street as the sun begins to further set. As you all finish up, um, you see Tori kind of picks up her napkin off of her off of her lap, kind of dabs her face a bit, um, folds it, sets it down on the table, finishes off the last of her tea. She just says, "Well, that meal was excellent. I think um, I think that'll do me for the evening, though. Um, so I'm going to um, go ahead and head back home. Um, where where are you all staying um, in?" Uh, in, in Western, I assume you're staying in the city for the evening, yes? Uh, yes, actually, we had planned to stay at the Sunkiss Tavern. Well, that's not a bad choice. Um, I would offer, I would offer to have you stay with us, but I don't think Parker's room could fit all of you. That's very kind of you, but. But, um, Parker, you are welcome to stay in your room this evening if you wish. Um, we haven't... Oh, I would love to. We haven't changed anything. We've, we haven't changed anything in your room, just in case you were wondering. We've left it the way it was. So. I'll go ahead and head back, then. You all have a good evening. Um, before you leave, can I ask you a quick question? Sure. You wouldn't happen to know a hunter, gatherer of sorts, by the name of Kazrin Bairn? Or Barn? Kazrin. Because I know you said you did a little bit of that earlier in, in your life. Uh... The name sounds familiar. Um, unfortunately, uh, I, I, I think that... That is the name of a of a of a of an old ranger that I used to know, but I haven't been a part of that life in nearly two decades. So it's I'm I'm not sure why. Well, I was just wondering, no no particular reason or anything. I just figured I'd ask and see if you happen to know the man because we came across him earlier. I believe he I believe he was a he was a ranger around um around Western when when I was still when I was still out in the woods um but I'm I'm not sure what uh, I haven't I haven't had contact with him in years now so Okay well I figured I'd ask thanks for uh indulging me <laughs> Of course And thank you for joining us for dinner it was wonderful Thank you for the recommendation. Absolutely. This is one of my favorite places in all of Western. So I'm glad that you were all able to experience it. All right. And with that, uh, I'll be heading off. Good night, all of you. Good night. Nice to meet you. Good night, guys. Well, I'm good night. Gonna walk. All right, and as uh, she begins to walk um, back off towards the uh, 
towards the Opal Ward and towards her home in the trades meet. So, um, the sun has set. Um, it is now evening um, in the town of Western. What would you all like to do? You were there just on the outskirts of the of the Opal Ward, um, sitting outside of the Soft Sky Bakery. Hey, uh, Seymour, didn't you mention that, uh, that market you wanted to go look at? Well, I mean, it's getting pretty dark. I'm sure people are closing up shop, but I would certainly be interested in kind of just browsing, maybe tomorrow. Yeah, I guess we could go tomorrow. Yeah, it sounds like, sounds like something we could do. Check it out. Uh, I guess, but for now, if you guys are interested, I guess we could go check out the tavern, maybe grab a room for the night, and have a drink if you guys are interested. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, I'm down for that. Okay. What do you say, Zira? I mean, you want to you wanna have a little drink with us? Yeah, we're going to have a good time. Sounds good. All right. Um, so you guys begin to uh, make your way, which by the way, um, there is one thing on this map that I realized after uh, this map isn't 100% accurate. Um, the location of the Sunkist on it is incorrect. The Sunkist Tavern is actually in the Opal Ward in the center of Western. Um, it is not there on the outskirts where it says it is on this map for some reason. Um, I learned that the other day when I was listening to uh, when I was listening to Mauritius Honey Heist. So, fun times. <laughs> and before we leave, I'll run back into the bakery to talk to Frank. I'll, I'll just be like, <clears throat> um, Frank, uh, excuse me. I sorry. I Comes just back want over to really what, what can I help you with, friend? I, we're going to leave. Uh, we're actually going to the tavern over there. Um, but I just wanted to let you know if you see a tall, uh, furry, tabaxi-looking fellow, tell him to come to the Sunkiss Tavern. Uh, he'll meet all of us there. He'll know where to go from there. Um, if I see a furry-looking tabaxi fellow, then I will certainly let him know. Excellent. Yes, his name is Ryder. Excellent. Thank you. Okay, goodbye. Thank you again for the food. Have a good night. Did we pay? <laughs> Did we pay for the food? Oh. Uh, how, by the way, how much was the food? Uh, it was a few sandwiches. Oh, no, please. It was, it's fine. Any, any, any friend of Tori, it's, it's fine. You, you all can be on your way for the evening. I'll, I'll tip him um, ten silver. Just, I... I I appreciate that. Thank you. Of course. Yeah, I mean, any, any working man like yourself deserves some pay. So thank you again, and we're off. Daddy just kind of nods at you and kind of picks up the silver and you know, sets it into a jar on one side of the counter. So I, I guess head out and ask everyone if they're ready. Start 
trying to make my way over to the tavern. I'm assuming I know because we passed it on the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a, it's it's very it's the biggest tavern in town. Um, pretty obvious there in the in the Opal Ward. Um, as you guys make your way back towards the Opal Ward, you see it. Um, now it's the same tavern you passed by as you were making your way through the city earlier. Um, a fairly large, um, two-story uh, tavern. Uh, very nice, and you can see now as you as you begin to approach that it is um, it is actually quite lively um, as the sun has set and most folks are off work and enjoying a good drink. Uh, enjoying a good drink here at. The Sunkiss Tavern. You all walk in, and see it's pretty busy. You see some folks. Um, most of the tables have have patrons at them. Um, you see many what look to be working folk, peasants, um, out having a drink. Um, to one corner, not necessarily a stage, but you see what looks to be a, a somewhat fancily dressed bard. I'm uh, just kind of sitting on a stool, plucking away at his loot. Um, off towards off towards one side, you see a fireplace um, with kind of a low lit um, kind of a low lit fire going, with some some folks kind of gathered round. Um, and against the against the far wall um, on the on the far far left side of the wall, there's a stairway go a staircase going up. Um, Beneath that, you look to see what you look and see what seems to be a cellar trap door there, um, and along the back far wall off to the right is the um, the actual uh, bar itself there with uh, multiple patrons there uh, who are ordering and or drinking drinks. So, Fang, what do you think about that bard over there? He's all right. A bit amusing, I'd say. Hmm. You you like music yourself? You you into a little bit of loot, looty loot every now and then? I like a loot. Uh, not much for singing voices. Well, I certainly would be interested to see you play a lute, my friend. Oh, no. Not me. But for now, and I hold up my hand, let's go get a drink. That I can't get with. High five and just head to the head straight to the drinks. Excellent. All right, uh, Zara, what are you doing? Uh, I'm just going to go waddle over and see what, what I can get into. Okay. Buzzick? Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, follow Seymour and Fang. Okay, Parker, what are you doing for the evening? Oh, I went home with my mom. You went back with, okay, you went back with Tori. Okay. <laughs> I'm with my mommy. <laughs> <laughs> you made sure you held her hand as you crossed the street. Duh. <laughs> Fair it's enough. It's a dangerous world out there. Fair enough. Make sure you look both ways for any passing carts. Peace. Um, all right. So um, Parker, as you uh, you you and your you and your mom make your way um, back towards the house, uh, your, your mother just kind of 
holds the arm out and then kind of wraps it around your shoulder and kind of pulls you in close as you as you both walk as the the chill of the night's air is, is starting to bite a little bit um and she doesn't say anything you can just kind of um kind of hear her breathing as you all be as you all kind of walk the very familiar roadways of western together um as you did not too long ago just a nice evening. The sky is somewhat cloudy, but every now and then the moon will peek through. Just a few stars will peek through. Um. I'm just going to kind of lean my head on her shoulder as we walk and just say, I'm really glad I got to see you, Mom. Just kind of sighs. Just... <sighs> You know, when you left, I was so proud, but I was also sad. I didn't under—I didn't understand for the longest time the way my parents must have felt when I first left home. But now I do. I was so proud when you left, but <laughs> think about you every day and just hope that you're safe. Well, you are the one who taught me, so I'm pretty sure I'm going to make it. Well, it looks like you've, um, You've learned much more since I've, since you've left my um, my tutelage, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing how much more you learn in your travels. That make your way back to the shop. She unlocks the front door, and you both walk in. Closes it back. Um, it's a small. Um, small slip of paper looks like an envelope on the floor it looks like it was slid under the door um, while she was away she leans down picks it up kind of flips it over just puts it into one of her um, one of her coat pockets uh, he says let's go upstairs and turn in for the evening okay sounds lovely with that you both make your way to um, to the upstairs portion of the house and begin to turn in for the evening. Those of you at the Sunkist, um, you've acquired your drinks. Um, it'll cost you, anyone who's getting drinks, it'll cost you five copper. Um, so if you are in fact drinking for the I'll evening. I'll get two. All right, so 10 copper for you. Can I convert that to silver because... You can, yeah, you can... I got well, I think right now. I think it's well, a silver is. I think it's hundreds, right? Or is it tens? Yeah, I'll pay. I'll pay for you. I'll pay for your drinks, man. Don't worry. And I just slam down a ten copper for him, five copper for me. And then I ask the barkeep, "Excuse me, sir, or is it a sir?" <laughs> <laughs> uh. There are actually there are actually multiple people behind the behind the bar right now. There's a um, 
there is a, a kind of a middle-aged man um, with kind of medium length uh, medium length looks to be kind of dark brown hair um, and a bit of scruff on the face um, kind of a kind of a kind of tan skin uh, turns back towards you says oh, what, what was that yes uh, hi over here, I don't know if you can see me. I'm yeah, yeah, small. yeah, small one. Yeah, what, what, what can I get for you? I, I like your look. You, you look pretty scruffy. You look like you've some, seen some things in right. your day. You know, bartenders yeah. can only bartenders can only do so like much. You know, it's... yeah. I mean, he's seen some stuff too, and I point to Fang. Hey, I've seen some things. Um, yeah, I can, I can see that. <laughs> Anyways, um, thanks for the drinks. I was wondering how much it would be for a lowly adventuring party like us to to acquire some rooms tonight oh right uh, you you want to talk to um you want to talk to uh farron over there farron yeah he's the 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 guy in the 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 fancy jacket standing just over there by the fireplace is he is he the owner of the tavern yes uh yes all right i will acquire or sorry i will inquire farron um thank you for the information sir uh, sure thing. If you need any more drinks, just let me know. That's my job. I'll uh, make my way over there, and as I'm making my way over there, um, I kind of like to do a scan of the room, see if anyone's watching me. Okay, good um, perception check. Alright. Ooh, that's a natural one, so I'm not seeing anything. It's cool all good um so i'll do a quick scan not see anything obviously and i'd like to cast detect magic really quickly detect magic yeah see if i can find anything magical in the tavern all right oh you cast detect magic Kind of look around. Um, there are a few patrons um, who look to be carrying uh, who look to be carrying a few magical items. Um, nothing super fancy, um, outside of just some of the the faintly enchanted jewelry. Um, it looks like one of the one of there's a someone who looks to be some somewhat an adventurer of some sort, um, kind, of kind of sitting off to one of the table who has. Um, Looks to have a dagger in one, in a in a sheath on his side that has a faint bit of enchantment to it. Um, okay. But other than that, um, nothing out of the ordinary. Yeah, I'm not looking for anything particularly. Just as I walk, you know, it's a 30 foot range. So I was just kind of seeing what I would get in yeah. the sweep of walking over to Farron. Sure. Um, and when I get to Farron, I'll I'll say, "Excuse me, sir. Hi." Uh, my name is Seymour. Hello. With that, um, you see Farron now, uh, turns around, um, and you see this, uh, tall, um, somewhat, somewhat thin, uh, full-blooded elf, um, looks to be, looks to be man, but not quite sure, um, due to the elven features. Um, very tall, very thin, with just this very fancy leather jacket with a, with a collar that comes up almost to the ears, um, that's this... Um, kind of this deep navy blue color. Um, 
it's very fancy clothes in general. The jacket comes down to these to these somewhat large sleeves. Um, uh, Farron himself is um, kind of this this uh, slicked back, medium length, um, uh, kind of kind of strawberry blonde hair. Um, no facial hair, clean shaven. Um, but, but as is typical with with most uh, full blood elves, a very a very angular face with the eyebrow with the eyebrows very highly set um, upon the face. So he always looks like he's doing one of these numbers. Um, as you as you introduce yourself, um, uh, Farron turns around and kind of puts one hand on the jug and says, "Oh, hello, my friend. Welcome, welcome." Well, yes, hello. I I love your 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 garb there. It's amazing. Well, thank you. I um, I, this is uh, this jacket itself. I got from Marquette. I'm quite Ooh. proud of it. I I enjoy wearing it. Oh, how how can I help you tonight? Uh, do you require something here at the Sunkissed Tavern? Yes, I spoke with your uh, your barkeep over there, and he's he's said to come to you for a room for the night. Absolutely. How many rooms are you looking for? Well, I'm thinking we might need a, may, we may need two rooms. Two tonight. rooms. Well, um, do you want uh, we have uh, we have suites or we have just uh, your regular boarding rooms? Which one of those would you prefer? Well, I'm not exactly the, the richest man in town, but uh, what are your prices on some of these rooms? Uh, the suites, uh, well, we usually run the suites at about uh, uh, about uh, three gold per night, and the uh, the regular rooms run at about uh, run at about fifty silver a night. All right. Okay. All right. Um, I will. For now, I, I'm going to tell my, my party about the rooms and the costs, but for now, I'll just go ahead and get myself a regular room for 50 silver just for the night, please. All right, one room for you, and what's your name, sir? My name is Seymour Whittleston Ungard. Seymour. All right. Okay, that will be... Uh, he kind of turns around, um, walks over towards... Um, looks to be a small book that's kind of set on a shelf, and he pulls it out, and there's a... Um, there's a small uh, quill and ink there as well. He kind of pulls and dips the quill, opens the book, and says, Oh, Seymour. Room for just the night, you said? Just one night, and is it possible to extend my stay if I need to? Yes, if you need to extend the stay, just come to me um, before you before you leave tomorrow and let me know. Excellent, yes, I'll be doing that. I'll, I'll get back in touch with you. Thank you. Well, I've got you down for a room, Mr. Seymour, for... Um, that would be uh, 50 silver. All right. You can pay any kind of opens a small pouch on the side and puts the coins in there and says, Excellent. Well, if there's anything you need, um, we do have um, we do have some sort of room service. You basically just, um, well, basically you just let the bar know that there's something you want and when to bring it up and they'll do it for you. Excellent. Most of the time. Just be sure to tip them well. Of course, I wouldn't dream of not tipping them. All right, well, it's good to meet you, um, Seymour, and uh, I hope you enjoy your stay here at the Sunkist. Pleasure, thank you. And I walk back to Fang and try to find Zira and tell them about the rooms, how much they cost. Yeah, I think I'm just going to sleep outside. I don't need a room. Thank you, dude. 
That's cool. Okay, you do that. Bozik, make a... No. Fang, make a... Make a make a perception check. That's uh, twenty-one. Okay. Um, before walking through the city, um, you did notice that um, in the Opal Ward, um, there it's the more heavily guarded area of the city. Um. And you do know that there's a good chance that the guard would not be too happy with Bozik sleeping outside. Mm. <clears throat> would they they'd be trying to, like, what is it, like, is there any reason why that I can give him, like, any more information? The streets were very clear and clean, especially in the Opal Ward. Um, they just probably wouldn't be what? into that. What kind of streets are there? Um, in the Opal Ward, it's mostly paved, um, with brick, stone, things like that. So not dirt. No. Gotcha. Um... Well, I, 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 upon hearing this, I'll, I'll kind of reach to him and say, Hey, uh, I'm not sure if you know this, but I don't think people will take too kindly to you sleeping in the street here. What do you mean? Why not? Uh, the guards here are iffy. Iffy? Uh, maybe. About what? Um. Are there no's well, about? Think of it like be trash in a street that they keep clean well that's kind of rude but uh okay i guess <laughs> that's the only way i thought i could try to make it make it make any sense maybe you could maybe you could fuck with one of us for the night well what about squeak i'm just saying he's gonna need somewhere to dig I maybe we could get some dirt. Yeah. And put it in a corner of the room. Sure. It's a good idea. I pull some dirt out of my components pouch. Like, How's this? Is this is this all right? Oh no no no! He's gonna need a lot more dirt than that. Okay. Uh, I mean he hey he would sleep inside with us, but uh it's kind he gets kind of loud. Or she gets kind of loud when uh, when she's not in debt. She can whine quite a bit. Mm -hmm. She's very particular, really. I don't, maybe, I don't know. Maybe we can look for dirt. Yeah, sure. I'll go look for some dirt. Okay. Make an investigation right. check. I'm already halfway through my second ale at this point, like... <laughs> it's too much thinking for me right now. 
Is Larkel still there? Oh, frick. Yeah, Larkel's there. Oh, <laughs> we never <laughs> even thought of Larkel. Gosh darn it. Nice. He really liked those pastrami sandwiches we'll, he never we'll got. We'll say that, no, we'll say that Larkel, um, when you guys got into town, um, he stayed to meet with, with uh, Tori, uh, but then when you guys split off to head towards the... Um, to head towards the memorial um he said i need to meet with my friend at the uh, at the cobalt reserve um, if you all don't mind i will uh, meet with him and meet back up with you all um, at the tavern in the morning if that is okay all right and he goes off and does that so we'll say that's where he was for most of this um, yeah. e easy enough right yeah nice. better had to do something a four with your friend Okay. Um, yeah, as you kind of you kind of walk outside um, and you begin to kind of look around, and you kind of circle, begin to kind of circle around the tavern, and it looks like kind of the back alleyways behind the tavern um, aren't aren't paved as well, um, and you do find uh, a small spot where there looks to be just like some just like some mud and some. There's some dirt there on the ground. Kind of along the corners of the building there. Sure, I will pick it up and carry it into the tavern. Alright. Gather up all this mud and you're kind of holding it. And you, um, you begin to walk back into the tavern. And as you go into step into the door, um, oh God. one of the... Uh, one of the... Uh, Towns Guard and Western. What were they called again? I have it in my notes. Hold on. What are the Guard and Western called? Where's my book? Shields of the Plains. Shields! Shields. Sorry. Shields yep, you're right. Uh, one of the shields who's guarding the uh, who's guarding the front of the tavern kind of kind of steps in front of you and said, Oh, where are you going with that? Oh, I'm just taking it up to my room because my little friend here squeaked. No, uh, he we needs don't... to dig in, in into dirt so that he doesn't get upset. No, I... Dirt stays outside. Well, I mean, where am I? Oh, but I need it. Okay. I'll walk back to where I found it, and then start slapping it to the back of my shell. <laughs> kind of like putting it in crevices. <laughs> Make a. <laughs> it's like sleight of hand or something. <laughs> He's like. Make a survival. Make a survival it. check. Okay. <laughs> and this will depend on. And this will. This will decide how well your deception check goes. When you um, try to get back in through the front door. Twenty. He, he was outside. Yeah. Okay. So you kind of yeah. begin to pad it onto your shell, like in the, some of the crevices and whatnot. Looks pretty, looks pretty hidden. Go ahead and, uh, you, you going back up to the front? Yeah. Okay. What did he roll? He rolled a 22, I believe. That's what you said. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dude, nice. <laughs> okay. Are you going back to the guard? Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, I, uh, I put the dirt back, so I'll just head up to my room now. Thank you. Appreciate it. The guard kind of does the, he kind of does the Futurama Fry squint at you. Quickly, uh, walk past. 
He stands I, in front uh, of you and he just says, Hold just a moment. Sure, yeah. Kind of looks over. Make a deception check. With, adva hey, with advantage, you, due to the fact you that like... you were able to roll high enough on your survival check. Okay. At, at that same time, I, I I was the only one left at the table finishing my ale. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted to finish my ale and walk out to meet Bozek outside. Hold on how, a second. How are this you is, this is happening, right? Eight. This is happening first. Sure, sure. An eight? Sure. With advantage? Yep, first was a three. Oh. Then it was a two. Oh. Oh. Well... Ouch. You're lucky because he rolled a four. Oh! Dang. So, um, then he says, uh, looks at you and says, all right. And as soon, as soon as this happens, as you were about to walk in, you see, um, you see Fang, um, coming out the doors. <laughs> Just like, slight, like a slight, like, we're almost running to each other. Oh, uh, uh no luck, huh? And I, I look over to I the, uh, the bar. And like, I mean, I found found a little bit of dirt, but it's it's okay. We we don't need to worry about that. Let's go. Come on, thing. And, and I, I let him pass me through the door. Sorry for the trouble. Have a good night. Guard just says, "Okay." <clears throat> so we'll get in follow up. Um, I, I, we need to get rooms as well. He hasn't. Just, we haven't figured out which room he's staying in. So I want to go meet the owner as well. And set up a room. Okay. Um, you walk over. Easily enough, you're able to... How many rooms do you want? Um, well, uh, Bozak, do you want your own room? Or are no, you staying... No, it's fine. With... I can sleep anyway. There's no need to worry. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll sort you out in a, in a second. I, I want at least one room... Um, if I recall, our party was told to mention, uh, Kazran Baird. Okay. So we, Baird, okay. Baird. Baird. Yeah. Okay. Um, you walk over to Farron, um, says, oh, how can I help you? What, uh, what, uh, do you have need of this evening? Do you require rooms? Yes, uh, one room, one regular room, please. All right. Um, I'm with the, the short gnome that was here just a bit ago. Uh, the, um, and he flips through the book, he says, uh, Seymour, is that the one? That's the one. We, uh, we were told to mention Kazran Baron. He kind of... Should look at he says, Who, who told Man. you to mention Kazran Baron? Ah... Uh, he did. I can't recall. He did. What? We met him, and he told us to mention his name at the tavern. Hold on. I can't remember. Can you not oh. hear Derek? Yeah, we did. We did. I, I did. Okay. Yes. Um, I just I can't place like exactly where when this played out or whatever. Regardless. We were, we were traveling, and there was we had a fire, and he came to share the fire with us. Remember, it was like a hunter gatherer guy. Okay, yeah, 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 the one that just yeah. popped in. Yeah. Um, he was the owner. No, he just said mention my name when you go to the tavern. Oh, okay. Um. Uh. As far as I know, Kazran Baron did. I. 
I'm afraid that's, that's quite impossible. <laughs> um, was it one of the? It's one of one of the bartenders was talking about him, right? It was, it was one of the one of them using. No. Uh, in fact, we ran across this person a few nights back. Shared a fire with us. Look, I'm I'm not sure what kind of what kind of trick you're trying to pull here, but I don't appreciate this, okay? You can't just go bringing up the names of the dead in here like they're still walking around meeting people. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I must be missing something here. You most certainly are. Kazrin Bairn is... He's been dead for three years. I'll not have you disrespecting his name. Well... I mean no disrespect. We only met a man who called himself Kazrin Bairn. A bandit and a liar, I tell you. Maybe. What did this man look like? Hmm. I don't, I don't know that I met the man. Uh, I, uh, I think Seymour was the only one that met him? Or no, Ryder was it? Certainly, I did not hardly see him at all because I was studying my books. But I'm pretty sure it was like Ryder and Markel around the fire yeah. with him. I'm not sure if it was anyone else. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Very unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> They're both MIA. Well, unfortunately, I'm not one of our party members that met the man. We were just told to mention because, yeah. Yeah. The, the two that did only passed along that we were told to mention his name here. What not have you not have you disrespecting this man's name now pay for your rooms and be gone as you wish and uh I just I hand him hand him hand him the money how much was it again how many rooms are you getting uh one for now it's 50 silver okay um I, I figured me me and Bozak will head up and um, we'll find, we'll find Seymour and figure out, um, if he's staying in his room, my room, or if we're getting him his own room. And what like about for Zira? Zira, what are you doing Zira. as far as... Okay. And, uh, kind of <laughs> see what shenanigans she's up to. Yeah. Zira, what are you up to? Um, let's see, as of right now, I'm probably on my fifth drink harassing a sailor type thing. Okay, make a constitution saving throw. Yeah, constitution saving throw for me, please. Also, 50 copper, right? So yes, 50 copper. No, no, no the tin, the tin copper, the tin copper is is basically it's 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 on Rounds. tap. Yeah, it's on gotcha. it's on tap. You're you're just uh, that's basically just covering your drinks for the evening. Because I figured you'd be drink, you guys would be drinking multiple. So. Um, Which one is the uh, constitution? Uh, constitution saving throw. If you look at your character sheet. Um, it should be, um, under saving throws, right there, it should be a constitution, it will be whatever the number is there next to it. Let's roll a d20 and add that number. Which is a zero for me. Um, so 21. You're fine. <laughs> you're, <laughs> Throw you're, them back. You're powering through those, yeah. 
powering through those drinks. You're you're impressing some of the. There are no sa- there are no there are no sailors. Um, <laughs> there are no sailors in Western, um, as Western is uh, is a landlocked city. Um, Rowdy uh, tight then. Yeah, you find some <laughs> some hunters and some some. Um, you know some. Some workers, some workers, and things like that. People who, you know, it's like you're basically like your construction workers, you know, that you find, and um, they the are calling very impressed um, with the amount you're able to put down and um, begin to. <laughs> some of them begin to uh, begin to buy you drinks and whatnot oh, yeah. as you as you um, begin to impress them as the evening goes on. All right, we're doing that and just getting kind of loud, you know. Sure. Our own little sec. Yeah, I just sure. I walk over and I'm like, Zira, Zira, not trying this to interrupt anything. Four or five, uh, four or five, you know, kind of burly her suit, you know, guys that are just kind of, kind of in a pile around her. And as she, as you and you walk up as she finishes another, um, another seems to be just full mug of ale and then slams the. Slams the mug back down on the table, and they all go, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah," and she just kind of wipes the wipes the foam from her face. Yeah, and she greets them with like this earth-shattering burp. Do, do we have a sound effect? I think I have one of those. Let's see. I'm almost positive I've got one of those. Earth-shattering. Let's see here. I believe I have one. She starts earth bending with her burps. As the burp goes off, I cast earth trimmer. <laughs> uh, let's see. So it's so has uh, you come back down, Seymour. There you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice one. All right. Anyways, hey, listen, I was wondering if you wanted to bunk up tonight. Um, I think Fang and Seymour or Fang and. Uh, Bozik are gonna sleep in another room, so you can you can come with me uh, if you want. After you're done, of course, have as many as you'd like. <laughs> yep. Okay, that'd be sounding good. And I will raise another mug ale up to her and try to drink one with her. <laughs> she I... kind of like knocks hers against yours and sloshes beer on you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like, it's like falling on my face. I'm just like, ah. <laughs> Throw one back. Right. Yeah, man. For sure. As the rest of the evening progresses, um, you all eventually make your way to um, to your rooms um, and your uh, various states of um, intoxication. I, and... I'd like to do one last thing before we uh, head off to sleep. Sure. Um, I basically want to um, figure out what room Seymour's in and uh, just have a brief, a brief uh, talk with him for a second. Okay. All right. Um, Who's that? I basically just... Uh, oh, hello. Is that our good old friend? Wait a minute. Over there in the door, is that... Hey, it's Ryder! Hey! And as, as you guys are kind of finishing, as you guys are beginning to finish up your drinks, you see kind of um, kind of walk in through the front door of the Sunkiss Tavern. Um, 
the rider as he kind of puts his hood down and then looks out across the looks all out across the tavern. Y'all miss me. I believe y'all miss me, didn't you? Get in here, man. We've been we've been having a great time. I'll fill you in, uh, Ryder, on what where you were at and what you were doing um, at a later point in time. But for now, I mean, we could break. And you could yeah, break's coming up. You're right. It is actually break time. So as you guys make your way um, to your rooms for the evening. Um, Oh, we needed to have a conversation, me and Fang. Oh, yeah, Fang, and uh, as you guys make your way to the rooms for the evening, Fang, you make your way to Seymour's room. Uh, I'm just heading yeah, the books, basically, kind of tipsy. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, I, well, I'll, I'll, um, I'm, I'm basically meet him, I'll meet him at the door, and, and uh, if the door's open... It's open. Oh, hey, Fang. How's it going, man? Did you have, What's up? Uh, not much. I'm heading in for the night, actually. Uh, I had something interesting happen. Mm. Well, interesting. I, what do you mean? I remembered that Baron fellow's name. Okay. Casman? Uh, the owner. Yeah. Uh, he seems a bit spooked. Oh, the owner? Well, from what I recall, Ryder and Larkel told me that if we mention... Kazrin's name here, we would get a discount. Now, I, I completely forgot. I had so, so many things on my mind. What happened when, whenever you talked to uh, Farron? Yeah, I don't think we'll be getting a discount. It seems a bit more complicated than that. According to <laughs> Kazrin's been dead now three years. What? Dead? That's what he says. We just saw... Wait a minute. So he was lying to us. Who was that guy? Was he? Could, be. could have been a bandit. Could have robbed us all. I check. I like start checking my pockets, make sure my spell book's <laughs> like still in my robe. Uh, make a make an investigation check. All right. I'll do that. Oh, good lord! My rolls tonight a ten. Everything seems to be on you. Okay. Well, did did he take anything from you? Who was that guy? I haven't noticed anything yet, but I've got no answers. Hmm. Well, maybe we can investigate this tomorrow. I I'm exhausted tonight. I need some sleep. Sure thing. I thought uh, maybe you could talk to him. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe Ryder would have more information, but uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and get some rest for the night and... We can maybe talk to Farron in the morning and see what he has to say, because no disrespect, we just thought that was Kazrin, you know? Oh, he took disrespect, but we'll see how things go. Yeah. Well, thanks for bringing this to my attention. All right, uh, Ryder, you have two options here. Um, you can either bunk up with uh, with Fang and Bozik, or you can bunk up with uh, Zira and Seymour. Or you can not know of any of this and then ask for Kazarin Baron's name with the owner and get a room. <laughs> to the party bunk. Um, well, not to metagame, I would have just, I guess I bunked up with, uh, I would have bunked up with Seymour. Okay. Yeah, I, I would, yeah, I'd be, I'd be sleeping under the bed, um, 
I'd have my books laid out, and I'd probably just like fall asleep, you know, face on them and stuff. Sure. Okay. Um, with that, you all uh, find your way into a good night's rest, and that is where we will take a break for the evening. Right. Sweet, I got here just in time for the break. Yes, sir. <laughs> Sorry, um, but uh, hey, it'll give us some. It'll give us a chance to fill you in. Um, I will. Uh, I will send you a message with some of the details of what you are. Um, of what you are doing. Um, currently, um, but essentially, you all went down to. Uh, you were with. You were with them as. They all went down to the. Um, to the memorial in Western. Um, the memorial with all the names of the survivors and the and those who perished uh, in the attack from by Umbrasil and um, the herd of storms. Um, and you were the first to notice uh, along the wall there as you went and looked uh, at where the names began. Uh, you were the first to notice the names of. Uh, Vox Machina scrawled there at the beginning of the at the beginning of the memorial there. This was the survivors? Yes. And basically and you... I had an awful you, internet because you were frozen on my screen. Sorry. Um, you, uh, you, you're the first to notice this, and you kind of pointed it out to the, to the rest of the group, um, at which point, hello, 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 Russ, if you can hear me, okay, I got you now, hello, can you hear me, yes, I can hear you, can you hear me, I can hear you, okay, good, uh, basically, you found the names of, uh, of Vox Machina there listed on the, on the survivor wall, and um, at which point Parker um, informed everyone on the, in the group that um, she had actually um, she had actually met Vox Machina in person um, while they were in Western. Um, there was a little bit of conversation had about that. At which point you um, you having earlier um, when you had entered when you guys had entered into Western. Um, a courier actually, um, while the rest of the party was not paying attention, a courier actually walked um, to you, Ryder, um, and handed you a slip of paper. Um, I will send you a I will send you either a text or a group me or a message on uh, Discord or something with the actual details of what that message entailed and how you went about handling that afterwards. Um, while the group went on and did the rest of their um, cool, rest of their thing, but it's not—it's not going to—it's—it's it's not anything that's going to affect anything that's happening tonight. So um, yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, and that's—I'm assuming that's why I was away from the party. Yes, until right at this moment. That's correct. Um. You basically okay, were told. So you basically were told. You, you told the party, "Hey, I gotta go take care of something." Um, they said, "Cool, we'll meet us at the bakery." At which point you did so. Or you went to go meet them at the bakery, and they weren't there. At which point the owner of the bakery informed you that your friend Seymour told you 
left a message that you should meet them at the Sunkiss Tavern. And at which point you went, and as you walked in, that is where you found them, and that's where you came in at. Cool. So then I'll learn what they've been doing organically. Yep. Sweetness. But, uh, yeah, other than that, uh, let me go get up and uh, take a break real quick. Shouldn't be too much longer. Oh, um, while we're on break, uh, let's go ahead and get you set up with um, with Sirenscape. Okay. Um, make sure we've got all the links here for you. Um, if you go to Sirenscape.com, um, go ahead and create a free account there. Sirenscape, S-Y-R-I-N-Scape. On the website? Uh, I believe so. Okay. Um, so just create an account. It should be free to create, and it'll send you a, um, a confirmation email, all that good stuff. Um, and once you're done with that, we'll get the rest of it done. I'm still here, I just turned my camera off. So as you get that stuff done, just let me know. too long uh, everyone else got it within a minute or so I'll probably get it as I log into the email Yeah, you didn't miss too much, Andy. Just a little bit of role play. Yeah, he's working on um, he's working on Sirenscape right now, so we get him set up with that. We'll have him set up with that once we start back up. How would I do? Uh, you were able to get it confirmed. Yes. All right. 
Um, so now if you go to um, it's sirenscape.com forward slash online. Um, there will be a button there that says uh, download Sirenscape online player beta. download the one that corresponds with your um, with your operating system all right it's downloading sweet uh, so yeah once that downloads go ahead and install it um, once it's installed um, when you run it it will ask you to link it to your sirenscape account Um, which you should be able to do by just clicking the button on the app that it says, you know, link or whatever. It might not seem like it works at first, because like when you click it, it'll open up a thing, and sometimes it'll say, oh, this this pin is incorrect or whatever. But um, we found out that just restarting the restarting the application after that point usually it usually goes through. But take it one step at a time. Alright, were you able to get it linked? Okay, now what do I do that I have done all that? Okay. Um, so now, 
if you look on Discord and you look in the D&D chat text channel on Discord, above the uh, random frog wizard guy, there's a Sirenscape link that I posted. see it okay i do all right go ahead and click that link i have not that link okay sweet all right so now uh you have the player open i do all right sweet so just a second let me know if you can hear this you should be able to hear everything that i do from my end now um, as I play sounds, let me open our friendly tavern back up. I'll open up the noisy one. I hear people laughing. And I hear... Rabble. Rabble, 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 rabble. Someone has to be able to Alright. Well, it is working. And you can, uh, you can adjust volume from your end on the app. Cool. Yay, we did a thing, guys. Yes, we did. Yay. So, yeah, now um, you can just minimize that player down to your bar, and you don't have to mess with it again unless you want to adjust the volume on it. Because I'll be able to do everything from my end. Such as, check it out. Derek, do the thing. I cast Fireball. That's pretty dope, dude. That is pretty dope. Yeah. Got all kinds of fun stuff. I, I also need to level up. Yes, you do. It shouldn't it shouldn't be much. Level four is basically just ability score increase. So, and you know we're just rolling for HP. I rolled a seven. Nice. Damn. You suck. And nope. I'm also, I don't know, I don't know where to take, I don't know where to put my point. This is my, this is my conundrum. Do I put it in debt, which makes me better at all of the things that I can do just about? Or, do I put one in intelligence to make it an even 10, and one in charisma to make it a 12, and get rid of all, get rid of all of my uneven, all of my odd numbers? Or do I put it in charisma? to actually give me our constitution to give me a temp constitution modifier. Hmm. That's a toughie.
Because I mean that's 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 all it's gonna take for me to level up at this moment. Because it's not like we get a. What are your What are your odds? What do you mean? Oh my odds. Um, I have a nine in intelligence and an eleven in charisma. a hard one. What's your deck score? 16? Yeah. yeah. But if I make my decks go up, it makes my AC go up, it makes my everything go up, yeah. it makes my damage go up. It makes my sneaking ability go up. It makes literally everything I'm halfway any good at go yeah. up. If I'm yeah, I say, I say definitely don't put it in con. Um, maybe put it even out your odds, but probably just buff up your decks. I'm kind Max of a fan. Decks and then even out your odds. I'm kind of a fan of because I think level nine it is. You get like jack of all trades or something. Something known. It's not that. What is Where it? I can take a on everything? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or I think it's called Reliable Talent. I don't, I don't remember exactly. That's what it's called. That's what it's called, Reliable Talent. But I think that's later on, though. It's like 11, maybe level 11. I'm not sure exactly, but that's I want to say nice. 12. Yeah. But to get to that point, I mean, evening your odds would help you in roleplay. Um, but... Increasing your decks would help you in combat, so it's kind of just your choice, you know? Yeah, no. Uh, it's, uh, reliable Talent is 11, so you were correct. It's an 11. Or I could just take a feat, which I have looked at zero when it comes to 5th edition. Like, I know you're, not a, you're not a feat guy, you know that. <laughs> Don't even play. I mean, sharpshooter would be really good. Yeah, but I'm I'm building I'm building Ryder to be more of a like in your face no. with my rapier kind of thing. Yeah. You can do either. Like you have range ability and melee ability. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, okay, cause this is where I stand. I don't think I'm gonna put it in con, right? Cause my, cause I mean, don't get me wrong. Four extra HP would be nice, but it's just four HP. Um, right. Uh. So, but also at the at the sake of trying not to be a bit a min-maxer. Like, that's, that's my, my pickle, is like, do I want to maximize what I'm good at, or do I want to bring some lower stuff up? Let me ask you this. What would Ryder do as a person? What do you think that he would want to be better at? Or a tabaxi, I should say. Honestly, 
I, I think he would say that he's, I mean, I've, I currently haven't had any issues hitting anything. Being hit hasn't been an issue. But obviously there's been times where, you know, I wasn't quite the smartest tool in the shed. <laughs> or I could have been a bit more charismatic to help get my point across. So you think that Ryder would rather increase his flaws rather than, like, continue to increase his strengths kind of thing? Kind of even it out? I do, because I, I think Ryder is, is just confident slash cocky enough to think that what he's strong at doesn't need to improve, because obviously I'm strong at it. I like it. But I don't know. I'll ponder on this. Ponder away, good sir. We have everybody back. Are those Dorito flavored popcorn? <laughs> no, you douche. Did That's you, regular popcorn. Did you crumble up Doritos and put it in your popcorn? That sounds really freaking good, and I would probably <laughs> do that. Yeah, I'm going to do that, too. Sounds I would good. totally do that. And what I have done, though, is add some uh, like Hershey's chocolate syrup, you know, that you would put on ice cream, and I put my popcorn in a bowl, and I just threw that chocolate on top of there. That was really freaking good. And I usually do, um, I'll do, like, Tony's. Or some sort of Cajun seasoning on top of my popcorn. Tony Chicharis on your popcorn? Yeah. Cause I'm from the south. Everything needs to be hot and spicy. Put Tony Chicharis on everything. <laughs> That's the law around here. I put Tony Chicharis in my coffee every morning. Put some extra hairs on your chest right there. You joke. I have a friend of mine when I lived in Abbeville that to put Tony Tony Shari in his one. In his what? You cut out. Please don't say coffee. Did you say coffee? Yeah. He would sprinkle it in there like it was creamer every morning. Oh god, that's <laughs> I don't even like coffee and that sounds gross. I think it sounds gross, but I'm out of I'm out of it right now. <clears throat> um, but as soon as I get some more, I'm gonna try it. That's just as bad as whenever people come through the drive-through and order lavender cappuccinos. It's disgusting. That's so stupid. But you know, it's people who drink coffee, so I mean. I don't know what you guys expect. They're already mentally handicapped. Yeah, people drink coffee. He says as she sips her cup. Gee, I wonder if that was on purpose.
Alright, who are we missing? Crystal and Ryan. I'm here. Just Crystal's Ryan. there. Am I the only one who's noticed that Fang is incredibly talkative? Tonight, yeah. What is going on? He's working on <laughs> he's working on his roleplay. Wait. So you mean to tell me the night that I miss the night is the night that Fang's up the most words? That's exactly what we're telling you right now. I messed up. Somebody had to pick up your slack, bro. He's just starting um, to, I think he's just he starting to understand the character a bit a bit better. He's been playing he's been playing the Witcher 3, so Yeah, that's pretty great. We've had a good some good role play from him tonight. So Russ filled you in on the Kazrin dilemma, right, Ryder? Uh, no. Basically, what I have learned is what I was told is I got a note, had to leave, and I just now caught up to you guys. So whatever happens to this, whatever you guys did while I wasn't here, I will turn organically as if I weren't there. That's actually true because you haven't, you wouldn't have known any of this because you didn't see it. You weren't with us. That's a good point. Okay. We shall deliberate in the morning. needs to go out. Let's wind down our tavern a bit. Mm. By the way, I didn't say it previously, but uh, I did my best to fashion squeak in a little corner his little uh, mound of dirt and then slept over by him on the ground okay Is that on your phone case? Is that a space shuttle? I don't. I saw something Who are you talking, to? talking to you. Me? Yeah. What is that? You're like the only one with the phone in the in the camera view. <laughs> it looks like a space shuttle. Is that what it is? It does. It does. What is it? It's a sword. Oh, okay, 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 okay. It looked like a space shuttle that we were holding it. It looked like a space shuttle that was like lifting off. Yeah. <laughs> you want to see what I'm eating? No, but you're going to show us anyway, so. Yes. True. Unless it's those weird ear mushrooms. Get that out of my face. <laughs> Is that spinach? Nah, man. It's my mushrooms. Looks like cooked spinach. I'm never coming to your house ever again to eat. 
Probably smell like Don't mold. Probably it. smell like mold up in there, Doc. <laughs> I want mushrooms in everything now, Bozek. Everything. Bruh. Bruh. Everything. Everything. If I'm over there and you offer me dinner and you hand me mushrooms, <laughs> I will leave. Wow, uh, you really took off. a turn because at first you were all about it. You hate mushrooms, and still you munched down on them the other day. Yeah, but that looks gross. No, yeah, it's gross. It doesn't. I mean, it has no taste, <laughs> and the texture is literally like you're eating a soggy ear. <laughs> but uh, think, think calamari. What? Calamari ain't be tasting like no soggy ear. That is not the same. Uh, I didn't say it tastes like a soggy ear. It tastes like a soggy ear. Um, but like in the sense of like the texture. squishiness, yeah, it's a weird, it's a really weird texture. Calamari is like chewy, chewier. Yeah, yeah but uh, think of calamari was a plant. What? I don't know. It's weird, bro. I've never come into any in, into anything that's tasted like this. So why eat it then? Is my question. Because I found it in my backyard and it's in that whole mushroom. Roleplay. I'm trying to get into my roleplay, man. I'm trying to get into my character. Look, I have found lots of things in my backyard, but at no point in time would I eat them. You also haven't been studying mushrooms as part of your roleplay practice. No, because mushrooms are gross, and if I wanted to eat something that tasted like shoe leather, I would just part of my shoe. Well, these <laughs> woodier mushrooms are known to help cure tumors and Do other medicinal have... things. You know what else also cures tumors and has other medicinal purposes? Medicine. Hey. Marijuana. Hey, you're talking to, <laughs> you're talking to a whole group of people. All right, we got everybody here? We got everybody here? Yeah. I think we do. Ryan's back? All right, sweet. Crystal? All right, yeah, yeah. Crystal's here. Hi, Crystal. All right, so hey. hopping back in. Um, you guys uh, have, a, have a rest for the evening. Ryder, was there anything you wanted to do before you went to bed for the evening? Meh, let's get this dog and pony show on the road. Right. So you guys have your long rest. Uh, I don't think any of you are missing any HP or anything, so uh, no big deal. Uh, Parker, um, upon waking up in the morning, you hear um, uh, you hear your mother kind of in the other room. Um, sounds like going going through some things there in the uh, in the upstairs um, section of the shop. As you um, as you make your way into um, what is kind of the kitchen dining room kind of combination there, um, you see her uh, sitting at the table, uh, holding a piece of paper, uh, just kind of staring at it. What you got there, Mom? She holds a piece of paper and she just says, just doesn't answer and she just sets the paper down on the table. Just kind of has a blank look on her face. Uh, are you okay? kind of pushes the piece of paper towards you. 
Say I want to pick it up. Pick it up. Um, <clears throat> you look at what, is, what seems to be a very roughly handwritten note. Um, the note seems to have not been written by someone with a formal education. And uh, you read the note, and it basically says, um, basically says, 500 gold. Or your husband dies. Is there laughing? It has a or sorry. That's no. It's that's not. That's just the tavern, tavern, tavern stuff. I'll I'll kill it. Um, the fireplace was nice, and then there's just laughing. There's a um. And towards the bottom, um, there's a small drawing um, of what looks to be a very roughly drawn um, map of the for of the forest north of. Western, uh, with what seems to be a location marked. Where did you get this? She kind of stares blankly ahead and she says, This is the note that I picked up last night. Do you know who could have written it? I don't... I don't know. I just want to run up and just like wrap my mom, wrap my arms around her. You hug her. She just kind of still stays there, seated, kind of in the in the chair. Um, she seems to be in shock. Uh, not very responsive. Kind of staring blankly. Mom, we can figure this out. We'll, we'll get him back. She kind of shakes her head. She says, I don't... I don't have that kind of money. I'd, that's... That's three months worth of she kind of looks she kind of 
stuck for a second. She says, maybe if I... She stands up, she kind of pulls away from you, and she walks over to a closet. She opens the door, kind of pushes aside a few things. She pulls out what looks to be a very old, somewhat ornate longbow. going to get him back. She begins to put the longbow over her shoulder. Mom. She just, just kind of looks back at you over her shoulder. Mom, you don't have to do this. I mean, I have my friends here with me. We, we can help. can't lose both of you. Let me help. Oh, alright. What do you plan to do? Well... Follow the map, I guess. I'll bring him home. Just take care of yourself. Take care of the shop. And I'll bring him home. Kind of nods, comes back and sits in the chair. Kind of folds her hands and sits them in her lap. Doesn't say anything. I'm just gonna lean over and kiss her on the forehead. Everything's going to be okay, Mom. I promise. Okay. And I'm just gonna scoop up the paper and and walk out. As you walk as you walk away, she reaches out. Pattern. She reaches out and grabs you by the wrist. Just looks up, makes eye contact with you as you turn back. She says, I know you can do this. Be careful. I will. I learned from the best. And I turn around and walk out. Okay. The rest of you. Um, you awaken to a not nearly as packed tavern in the morning. Um, there are a few patrons around having breakfast. Um, if you'd like to have breakfast in the morning, it costs you about about two copper a piece. Uh, 
still lowly lit fire there on the side. Um, the day is yours um, as you all um, sit there um, and have, having your breakfast. Um, Parker, would you have gone to meet them at the at the tavern? Yeah. Okay. Um, you see Parker enter the front door of the tavern with a somewhat uh, worried look on her face. Wait, who's all down there? Bozak is. Seymour. Ryder. Me. I'd be down as well. Everyone's down, kind of just kind of huddled around, uh, kind of huddled around one of the larger tables, um, just having breakfast and just idle chatter. I'm just gonna walk up to them. Um, guys, I. There may be a change of plans. Parker? And I, I set the letter down on the table. Oh. Oh. That's... Oh. We will help, of course. I hate... That this has happened, and I'm sure your mom is a wreck. Um, listen, there's a map on this right here. Does your mom know anything about this location? Because she used to hunt, she said, in that in the north part of Western. She didn't. She didn't say much. I don't. I don't think so. Well, we can try to come up with a plan, of course. It says here that they want 500 gold? I just... I don't... I don't know who would take my dad. He's... He's a good person. There's definitely some really mean folk out there. Um, but... Any ideas, maybe? No. Is, is there anyone that you know of? Also, hey, Parker. Good to see you again. Is there anyone that would, like, know that, that maybe 500 gold is, is quite a bit for your parents? Is 500 gold quite a bit for your parents? 500 gold is quite a bit for anybody. But, like, with, like, uh, Like a competitor or something in the shop market that wants to like, you know, put the parents under. Make a make a, his, make a history I check. I, I... Make a history check, Parker. I mean, I didn't even know they were running a shop until we got here yesterday. So. Yeah. Yeah.
18. 18, okay. Um, you recall your father telling, mentioning just in passing some, uh, and like complaining in passing to, to your mom about, um, about a, a group of merchants um, that were trying to form a merchant's guild in Western and were unhappy with your father for not being interested. Uh, that's the only thing you can really ever recall him if there were anything, that's the closest thing to an, to an enemy or someone that dislikes him that you could think of. I mean, all I can think of is a while back there were a group of merchants and they wanted to form a guild and my dad just wasn't interested and they just didn't like that idea, but he doesn't have any enemies. Well, the only... The only reason I ask is because it's... I mean, I feel like it's... Because if it were bandits, they... Bandits don't normally take prisoners. They just take what's right there. How would Bandit know who my mom is to send well, her a letter? That's that's what I'm getting at. Is that I don't think it's just like regular bandits. It's got to be somebody that knows your family. And I know this is hard, and, and Parker, I'm I'm so sorry, and I, I agree with Seymour. Um, I mean, I don't speak for everybody here, but I, I will absolutely help you and your mom get back to your pops. Like that's that's family. We're a family. I mean, we're, we're going to march into hell to help like hell. I think we can march into the woods to help you. That's not a problem at all. Speaking, we're certainly with you on this. Speaking of which, um, as you say this, um, uh, Larkel walks in through uh, the front door of the tavern. Once again, bright smile on his face, mace up over his shoulder, walks in, kind of looks around, sees all of you at the table. Smile gets even wider, and he walks over and he says, Hello, friends. Good morning. Why are, um, you all look... Uh, did I, uh, miss something? Well, well, mate, I'm... Ben, real quick, here's the cliff notes. Pocket uh, size was taken. And they want the 500 gold ransom. And we were just trying to figure out who or what possibly could have taken him. And pretty much how we can, I'm thinking this, I don't know about Parker, pretty much how we can slit that throat and get her pop back. Markel, the, the smile begins to kind of fade, and he says, Parker, I, uh, I am sorry, I did not, um, I did not know. Um, shakes his head. If there is a way that I can help you, please tell me, I, 
I have brought you all to help me save my mother. It is only right if I help you save your father. If we must slit throats or bash heads, then I will be in the front lines. Yeah, I'll be right there with Locke, but maybe we should adhere my danger spikes to my shell first before we do this, but uh, definitely bashing of the heads. Hey, Arkel kind of reaches down, he says, may I read the letter? Yeah. Picks it up and he looks at it. One thing I can tell you for sure. And he folds the letter back up and hands it back over to you, Parker. This is not the clasp. It is not their style. Well, that's good news, of course. Uh, any ideas? My initial thought is maybe we just bring up an empty chest and say, here's your gold, and then we whack them. And then take your dad. I don't, I mean, that's all I got. Or even, even better, we fill the chest with gold. And then we whack them. I mean, uh, if you've got gold, uh, I mean, I've got eight gold to my name. What the hell? Just between my gold and the gold boat, they told about 468. I mean, that's if Bozak will let, him, let his gold, I don't know, and I just, I have it on my person. Yeah, of course. I mean, I don't really need it for anything. Got all that I need from nature. Guys, I don't... You don't have to give your money. Oh, no, no, sweetheart. We're not giving our money. I'm not letting somebody have my money. It's just some sometimes a best ruse is to have the thing that they want. Because if they want a gold and we get your dad back... They're going to be enamored by that amount of gold. Because if this was somebody that knew about gold and had a lot of gold to begin with, they would have asked for a large, for a much larger number than 500 gold. But since they only asked for 500 gold, they don't have a lot of money to begin with. So seeing 500 gold pieces is going to give us a bit of an advantage. Because it's going to, it's going to let them... Um, they're going to be enamored by all the shiny, if you see what I mean. Like, you remember how Bozek looked when he saw all them bubbles? It would, I reckon to bet that that's how they're going to look when we plop a chest full of 500 gold down in front of them. And then when their maps are gate, because they've never seen that much coin before, we stick our swords and arrows in them. But we don't even know who we're dealing with. What, what if... What if there's a lot of them and we... <laughs> Then we kill a lot of them. 
It's uh, certainly a challenge, but listen, I think what's important now is I, I agree with your plan, Ryder. I think that's a great idea. So we fill a chest up and we have an, sort of a, a talker, whoever wants to go in front, and then we have an ambush set up around the corner or the back, maybe, of their camp, and we can attack that way. Larkel um, looks over to her and he says, One thing we cannot do. After working with the clasp, I know this. We cannot give in to their demands. Because if you give them gold, they will just ask for more. If they are well, bandits or they are thieves or they are outlaws of some sort, they have no honor and cannot be trusted. I mean, I, I like the ambush idea. We could just fill it full of rocks and then let it have some weight. And then be like, oh, I lost the key. Sorry. And then when they come to investigate it, then we, ha! Pop out and rah! Right. Right. Okay, okay. But what about... What about Larkel's mother? It, and I, I just, like, look up at him. Puts his hand on your shoulder and he just says, I talked with my friend at the Cobalt Reserve last night. It is going to take some time for us to get there. There are lots of things he has to study. We have time. We will do this. Well, then what are we waiting for? Lead to the way. He picks up the mace again off the ground and throws it over his shoulder. Time is of the essence. All right, cool. Let's do this. Hey. It's, been, it's been a minute since I'm done. Sorry, no, I didn't mean to interrupt you. You said it was like a poorly drawn map. Would any of us be able to actually read it to see where we're going? Uh, make a make a survival check. Six. It's pretty, pretty poorly drawn. <laughs> um, it's kind of, kind of tough to get an idea of where it's, uh, where it's headed. <laughs> hey, I. It might not be a help, but I hunt things pretty often. I can take a look at it. Please. And I just kind of like throw it down. I'm like aggravated. Make a survival check. Oh. Um, are you? Are you... Wait, what's your favorite terrain? Do you have a favorite terrain or you never... That's not something you did, right? 
I don't think. No, that's not something you did. It's a different ranger. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it's a ranger. Yeah, it's a different type of ranger. Yeah, it um, changed. It changed. It changed it up. But yeah, go ahead and uh, go ahead and make a survival check. Uh, it's a 24. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, you're able to read it pretty easily. Uh, after kind of turning it around a couple, couple ways, um, you realize that, um, there's a road that's marked, um, which you, um, interpret to be the road that comes out of, uh, comes out of Western to the North, um. Uh, along the road, you see that there is marked um, what looks to be a, um, a felled tree. And then to the east, about a half mile of this felled tree, is a clearing where the bandits keep... Uh, or bandits, or whatever you want to call them, keep their... Ruffians. Yeah, bandits, ruffians, outlaws, kidnappers, whatever your... Kobolds? Whatever your term of choice is. Um, looks to be an X that marks whatever drop point, meeting point, whatever it may be. Doesn't look like it's very, 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 very long off. Um, to the north, it's... You're not sure. Um, there's no sense of distance on the map. Uh, the map just yeah. gives you... It essentially is just giving you landmarks to look for. True. It's a failed tree. Um, well, I, I, I relay all this information to the party and whatnot. Um, kind of laying it out as I see it, kind of turning it around on the table and whatnot, um, and say to this, uh, there's no way to say how long it might be, but we might be able to see it as we get there. Does... Anyone need to buy supplies or anything before we leave? Uh, I think I'm fine. Pat my spellbook, components pouch. Huh? I'm good to go. I think we should... Let's get on this. I'm ready to wreck some fools. <laughs> I like where your head's at. Um, so I just out, we start to direct, direct everything north. Um, I, uh, I'm out, I'm bound up, I'm out with Flea and we'll start to head away. Okay. Well, you guys finish up the rest of your breakfast. Fang takes up the map. Hops up on Flea and you guys begin to follow, um, as he... Um, leads the way towards the uh, towards the north side of the city, um, towards the road that leads out. Uh, you guys make your way up uh, through the northern end of uh, of Western there, um, through the uh, first through uh, the residential ward, and then up into uh, what is the scholars ward. Uh, which is this is the first time that you guys have been through the scholars ward um, to this point uh, and as you kind of look around um, you see the buildings are spaced out a bit more in the scholars ward um, there's a lot more um, there's a lot more plant life um, some some trees and some actual um, some 
what looks to be like grassy areas and things like that. Um, you see a lot of people who are wearing um, what looks to be kind of this um, kind of these robes that have um, that have uh, white and like a deep blue accent to them. Um, you see you see multiple people who look to be scholars um, wearing this color um, as they kind of walk around this um, this area. And you see you see quite a few folk in the in the scholars ward wearing these similar kind of um, tan white um, with this kind of deep blue almost sapphire kind of color um, it's a bit a bit curious but Parker you know what this is these are the um, these are the monks and the librarians of the Cobalt Reserve here in uh, Western uh, most of them most of them live and reside within the scholars ward um, and then work during the day at the Cobalt Reserve You guys continue to make your way north. Um, as you do, as you exit um, the city gates north of Western, um, you immediately um, exit into what seems to be just fairly thick um, forested area. Um, whereas on the southern parts of the southern parts of Western. Um, there, um, there's a lot more, there's a lot more slums and some, some buildings and things like that outside of the wall, outside of the wall, um, towards the northern side of Western, there's a, there are a few buildings and whatnot that you see outside of the walls here on this side, but most of them look to be maybe, um, like sawmills and things of that nature. You see like some tanning shops and things like that, but, um, for the most part, there's not, there's not much on the northern side of town, um. But as you as you walk north, you uh, you immediately see um, what is to the forest to the north of Western, known as the Bramblewood. <laughs> Bramble represent. Yeah. Gang gang. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> and you um. You all make your way um, into the forest. Um, Fang, since you're leading the way, um, let me go ahead and have you make a uh, make a survival check, please. That's a thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Um, begin to travel along the road. You guys travel for about travel for about three hours um, and you get to a point um, you get to a point in the road where you see kind of off to the kind of off to the left a little bit off the road behind some of the trees close to the road you see a very very what looks to have been a very large tree that has been that has been just completely toppled and it's laying on its and it it would be laying on its side but it looks like it's fallen on top of other trees and is kind of oddly resting on top of a few trees but it's probably out of all the trees you've seen so far in the forest um, this one is the largest which makes it even stranger that this is the one that is felled 
And um, I, I, I pull the map back out for reference and uh, kind of confirm from, from the tree point onward which way to go. <clears throat> and as I'm um, looking at the map, I'm like, it seems like we're headed in the right direction. Yes, if you, um, from what it looks like on the map, if you're reading the directions correctly, um, you're to go east. It's not it's not on the road. You actually would be traveling through, um, through the forest east from the um, from this fallen tree. So headed off trail. Okay. Um, I, I, I put the map away, um, and and kind of turn fleet sideways, turn back, look at the group and whatnot, and uh, point in the direction, and say, "Looks, <clears throat> looks like we're headed off trail." Well, I trust your instincts. Uh, we should probably try to be a little quieter if we're approaching their camp. It'd be nice if we could get a perimeter, see how many they have, see if we could impose advantage at some point in time, possibly for us, because we're we're fighting on their territory. So they, who knows? There could be traps. I want I want to send my raven out ahead. I asked Fang in the general direction of where this fell tree is, and I want to send my raven to see if he can, I don't know, see anything out of the ordinary. Okay. Um, you kind of, uh, you kind of go and you, and you tap the, the um, necklace around your, around your neck, and it kind of forms into this, into the black raven, uh, on your shoulder there. Um, you communicate this to the raven and it flies out forward and begins to make its way um, underneath the forest canopy in that direction um, how far do you want it to be able to how far do you want it to go uh, what is it, 100 feet is the range of where I can still telepathically communicate with it yep so I would just tell it to go until it can't feel me anymore and then come back. Okay. Because um, I, I mean, Ryder wouldn't know that it's 100 feet. So go ahead and make a perception check for your raven, which I don't know if you have the stats. For, do, you have, do you have raven stats? Uh, I did. Where did I which, by the way, guys, if you don't have the, if you don't have the stats for your little familiar person, I recommend looking up the stats for that creature. Um, the 5e stat sheet for that I creature. Definitely. Let's uh, see. It was. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a plus three. Plus three to your perception check. Um. So an eleven. An eleven. Okay. Um, so, um, flies out ahead, um, as it kind of flies, as it kind of flies back past this fallen tree, 
um, it communicates back to you that there is a path on the other side of the tree, a roughly hewn path through the brush. <clears throat> Okay, okay, okay. Um, I will relay that information to everyone. You say that the raven says there's a path um, right on the other side of the... Explain where it is, and then suggest that we start moving that direction. Okay. <clears throat> Great. Worth a shot. Alright, so you guys begin to make your way um, a bit through the brush there, and as you kind of come around this fallen tree, um, around the back end of it, where it's and it's not just cut and fallen, like the whole tree has been has been literally uprooted and pummeled over. Um, Fang, make a perception check. That's 18. 18. Um, <clears throat> as, you, as you kind of look at this massive tree, um, as you look at the side of it, you look and see what appear to be scarred over um, tears in the, side of, in the side of this tree um, that look to be giant claw marks. I might, um, I might, before heading any further, then actually, um, hop off flea and kind of, <clears throat> kind of look around the surrounding area around the tree, maybe if I can find anything, some sort of sure. track, yeah. some sort of... Make a, be an investigation check. Make an investigation check for me. Uh, 15. Okay. Um, the, these scars are fairly old um it looks like the tree is actually still alive um as it still has part of its root system still in the ground um mm. and these these scars on the tree are just that they're scars so they're not they're not new or like fresh wounds on the tree they've been kind of kind of grown over um but you can still just see where these where these um, where these gashes happened at some point in time. Something large might have knocked it. <clears throat> but I don't like to gather basically. Um, well, if there's no if there's no like fresh tracks in the area um, surrounding the tree or whatnot, rather, um, then I'll I'll just mention to the party that. Looks like these scars are old. We Would can... I know that's what it is? Hmm. Make a, I guess a history check? <laughs> I don't really know what kind of check that would be. I got, uh, history is intelligence, so that's fine. We'll do that. 17. 17. Uh, yeah, you've seen many, <laughs> many marks like this throughout Western. You know exactly what that is. I just kind of want to look at him and be like, 
It was a dragon. Let's go. It was a dragon? I just don't say anything. <clears throat> um, well, I, I get up, just kind of take a glance around and hop back up on Flea. And, yeah. and as you glance around, you now see that... Um, <clears throat> that this tree doesn't look now now that you look you see where you thought this tree had was in the had fallen and pulled up dirt is not actually the case uh, now that you know the context of it uh, you see now that this tree landed here mm. Then on that last, and on that last glance around, I, to myself, will just be like, "Yeah, yeah, I see that." And just getting back up on fleet. <clears throat> I'll still be wary, kind of glancing around just in sure. case. But Seymour is wide-eyed at this point and scared, but uh, he'll approach Ryder and say, "Listen, Ryder, if we get close." I, I learned some things. Um, I've been reading a lot, and I've, I've learned some new things. And so if we get close, I want you to tell me if you hear or see anything. And we, maybe we can get some sort of advantage. I can send you in. You're very sneaky. But I can, I can make someone invisible. Uh, yeah, I guess. That's huge. That's... That's impressive, Seymour. It's very impressive. I will, I will sure keep that in the back of my mind. Okay. Thank you. I'm I'm still really scared, though, so let's tread carefully. All right. <laughs> you guys making your way down the trail? <clears throat> but we do it sneaky-like. All right. Yes. Everybody make a stealth check for sneaky, me, please. Sneaky-like. Sneaky-deaky. Oh, my gosh, dude. My freaking rolls tonight, man. <clears throat> uh, 15 for me. Okay. 21. 17. Okay. This many. Four. Zero. Two. Oh. Oh, yeah. How many? What did you roll? I rolled a two. Oh, you rolled a two. Okay, gotcha. <clears throat> All right. Um, <laughs> uh, you guys make your way down this trail. Um, most of you somewhat uh, stealthy, but um, the few of the few of you in the party that are not as experienced with um, stealthiness and trying to go undetected as the rest of you as, as some of the rest of you are. Um, uh, you begin to uh, make your way down as you. Uh, let me have, um, Fang, you said you were leading the way? Yeah. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check for me, please. A uh, 16. 16. Um, as you kind of, um, you, you've kind of, as the, the trail's a little bit thinner now, you've kind of, um, you've, kind of, you've kind of dismounted Flea, and you're kind of walking Flea along with you. Um, 
And as you walk, you take a step, and just as they were about to put your foot down, you look down, and then stop. Oh. As you see a very lightly covered, large bear trap on the ground in front of you, oh. covered by brush and leaves from the forest. Uh. And you now look out. And you see that the path ahead of you is covered with about 15 of these. Oh, great. Fantastic. <clears throat> um, without moving my foot, I, I, I went through like a choking spell earlier, so I, I, I am dying. Um, but without moving my foot yet, I, I, I'll hold up my, my fist to my side like I'd be signaling a turn on a bike. Uh, to the rest of the group, and I'm um, uh, I shot back. Hold up. Looks like we got traps. And I back up from the one that I almost stepped on <clears throat> to show the rest of the group. Anyone want to take a whack at these? Anybody want to guess what the perception DC was for those traps? <laughs> 15. It was either a 15 Did I or just a make it? It was a 16. <laughs> Dang, I just made it. Oh, oh man. Thank God for my six, six modifier. Oh, you know what? Uh, I will... Continue, please. You're good. You're good. <clears throat> uh, I, will, I will attempt to disarm said trap. Okay. Um, go ahead and, uh, roll to disarm with your Thieves tools. Okay, so what's the, 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 the again? I never De remember. Dex and, uh, proficiency. Yeah, Dex and proficiency. Okay. <clears throat> Glad to have a rogue in the party. Even if he does stab you in the back. Well, if you would just have Wait, a conversation with Guys, shh, guys, uh, guys. That is a, uh, uh, 19. 19? Okay. Yep. Uh, the first one is disarmed. Um, and just for the sake of expediency here, <laughs> um, just go ahead and roll three more of those just to kind of, um, disarm the, disarm the traps that are immediately in your way. Alrighty, three more. That's uh, 20. And a 22. 20 and 22. And? Oh, you said three more, not yeah. three total. Three more. Uh, 24. Okay. Only 14, right. 15, 17, 19. Wow. Nice. Smoking. Oh no! Hold on, my thing crashed. I'm still hearing music. Well, my Sirenscape player yeah, crashed. <clears throat> oh, faded out. Yeah, I know. It's just give it a second here.
go. <clears throat> Pull that down a bit. I'm gonna get a water real quick. Alright, so yeah, you um, successfully kind of begin to clear the, um, begin to disarm, you don't disarm all the traps, but you're able to um, disarm the traps that are immediately in your vicinity, and as you do so, um, you kind of motion, uh, you kind of motion the group behind you um, to, to follow along behind you as well as um, kind of pointing out and kind of pushing some of the brush aside from the other traps so that the party can see. Um, where the where the traps are that you did not disarm, um, and you guys are able to make it successfully through um, this section of bear traps here. <clears throat> Thank you, perception. Thank you, rider. <laughs> yeah, rider as well. It's nutty Bro. moles, dude. Just gonna. That's just okay. Gonna we'll get to combat. Two, four, three, nine. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, well, do we see anything? Are we coming upon any encampments? Maybe a fire or something? The brush is still... The, 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 the canopy around you is still very thick, um, and you're not seeing anything yet. Um, you guys continue back along the road. Um, Fang, let me have you make another perception check, please. Um, that was good. It's a nine. A nine. Okay. Um, you continue through, um, and just as you turn, kind of uh, as the this trail kind of begins to turn off towards towards your left, um, you kind of you kind of glance up, and just over um, a break in the canopy, um, you see what looks to be. Um, what looks to be the like a, a roof of a of a building of some sort. <clears throat> um. I, well, I put it out to the rest of the group. Um, if there's not much else to see, then it's. Uh, All you can, can really see there. is you can just barely see the roof through the through the canopy there. Okay, this is it, guys. This is it. So, uh, let me have let do. me have everybody make a stealth check again for me, please. <clears throat> Ryan's throat clearing is not stealthy enough. He rolled an eight. I can't. I can't stop. Oh, come on, an eight. What'd you roll? What'd you roll, Parker? Oh no. I, oh no. Seems like a bad. I rolled an eleven. There we go. Now I got the good forest sounds going. Yeah. Three. I was trying to find the one that had the forest Ooh. sounds that I wanted in it. Um, Nat one. Oh. <clears throat> um, you guys begin to to slowly. Like so you guys slowly um, make your way uh, forward. Uh, behind you, you all hear just a. You hear just the brush begin to rustle as um, Parker, you you walk forward, you 
don't pay attention to where you're stepping and your foot gets caught on a vine runner along the ground ahead of you and you kind of trip and just kind of fall over and roll onto the ground for a second. Um, and the, the party kind of looks back at you as you're just kind of like sitting on the ground, kind of like, oh, shoot. I just blew that. Um, you guys stop for a second and listen. You don't, don't hear anything. Anything other than that? I will go ahead and I'm gonna say, okay, Ryder, I need you to scout out the house. Because there's a house up there. I can't see it, of course, but I need you to scout it out. So I'll take out um, an eyelash encased in uh, gum, and I will uh, just kind of make a sigil in the air, and I'll say, I have this, hold on. I'll say, yeah, and I'll I'll cast uh, invisibility on Ryder as I make sure I touch him, and I'll say, all right, I'm constant like holding on the spell, I'm holding on to the spell, um, and I'll say, you've we've got an hour on this, we've got plenty of time, so take your time, come back to us, tell us what you find. Okay. So as you, uh, Bell components are weird. That's how I like it. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm looking at myself, seeing if I can see that I'm invisible. Obviously, first time ever been invisible. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so weird. So yeah, as you this. as you reach out, um, as you you reach out and touch uh, and touch Ryder, um, the spell leaves your your hand and all of a sudden Ryder's just gone. Okay. Ryder as you look down at where your hand should be you know you're holding your hand out or at least you feel like you are you cannot see it. Awesome. I I y'all uh, y'all hide a bit and I will, I will scout ahead and see if I can see anything in this, in this hut over here says the embodied voice of probably Ryder. I'm just holding the spell. Sure. Alright, Ryder, do you, uh, do you run ahead? I, I do. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll a stealth check with advantage. That is a 24. All right. So you um, kind of begin to walk forward along the along the trail a bit more, um, and the trail then kind of curves around. Um, and as you as you make the final curve, it turns, and now you see ahead of you what looks to be a um, what looks to be a wooden wall. Um, that's made out of thick, um, thick wood. Almost looks e each section of this wall is made out of almost an entire tree trunk, just just shoved into the ground with that is 
and they're um, cut and sharpened at the top of each of these logs and it make and a wall that goes looks like it goes around what seems to be ahead of you um, you see a um, you see what looks to be a two-story building with a tower um, a small a, a, a small tower but a tower nonetheless that's about three stories high um, this wall itself is probably a good a good 20 feet high um, with a with a closed gate in front of you and you can just barely see the top of this tower behind this wall um, and as you look up you see just peeking over the wall um, what looks to be a, a lookout post um, with what looks to be a, um, a humanoid figure of some sort I'm assuming I can't make out what that humanoid figure is. Make a perception check. Uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Um. Seems to be uh, normal, at least as far as, as far as size, and it looks. To be fairly fairly normal, um, you can't make out the face or anything, and they're wearing a um, they're wearing a hood uh, like a hooded cloak, and they're facing away. So that's all you can really make out. It's just it's just the size. They appear to be humanoid of some sort. Um, can I search along the wall to see if there's an opening into the like to get behind the wall? Okay. Uh, make an investigation check. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Um, you begin to walk along the wall. Um, and as you do, um, you kind of begin to walk, and it seems this wall kind of encompasses this entire area. And it seems as you as you walk along the wall now. Um, the only the only building you can see in there is um, is this single tower that kind of comes up over the top of this wall. But other than that, you don't see any other buildings. And eventually, you make your way all the way around this wall back to where you started after about after walking for about ten minutes. Um, it's not a very large camp, but it's it's big enough for this wall to have been here for a while, and for them to have an actual building inside of whatever this fortress or whatever you want to call it may be. Um, but unfortunately, you do not find uh, any other ways inside other than through the gate. Can I climb the wall? Do you want to try? Or do you just uh, want to sure. you just want to observe it and see if you're capable? Well, I mean, I would I would like to see if you know because if it's I would like to see if I could try like because the the wood is like, the wood is smooth. I think it's, it would be possible. The wood is it's they're basically now that you get a closer look, these are essentially shaved tree trunks. What they did is they just cut down trees, cut the cut branches and all that stuff off of them to make it just a straight up and down trunk. And shaved all the bark and everything off of it, so it's just a smooth, it's just a smooth, strong hunk of wood. Um, it would be pretty tough to climb something like this um, without a fairly high check, but if you'd like to try, you're welcome to. 
Oh, let's give it a try. I got claws. Why not? All right. Uh, go ahead and roll an athletics check, please. Uh, 21. 21. Whoa. You guys in these rolls today, <laughs> <Dude>. man. <laughs> um, yeah, so you're able to, by just barely, like, wedging your fingers in between the, the very thin spaces on these tree trunks, you're able to begin to pull yourself up. Um, and you're able to pull yourself up almost the entire almost the entire height of the wall and kind of look over uh, make a perception check for me six uh, we'll say we'll say oh well six I was gonna make you roll with disadvantage but you know what <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna here I'll roll a disadvantage <laughs> sure it's way better <laughs> six okay got it um but disadvantage mainly because you're just like holding onto this wall, just trying to hold yourself up while you're trying to get a quick observation of what is inside of this um, this encampment. Um, you look in and you do see what looks to be um, what looks to be a square building, and at the end of that building is the tower that you saw. the 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 front part of the building is just a single story um, square building, and then the back of it um, goes into this what looks to be two or three story tall. Um, tower with a small parapet at the top. Um, all around that, you there. That's the only building inside this encampment. And all around that, you see are probably ten or fifteen um, tents that are set up inside of there as well. Um, and you also notice just from your just from your initial um, just from your initial look, you see about you see about four or five figures moving around in there. But that's unfortunately all you're able to see before you begin to kind of slide back down. Okie dokie. I will... I'm going to do something real, real dumb. I want to find like a rock or something. And I want to stand at the front gate. And I want to throw... No, that would be an attack. No, I want to throw a rock, like, on top of the hut, so that way I'm not attacking anybody. I just want to make, I just kind of get out of noise. How big of a rock are you trying to throw? I don't know. No, I'm not going to do that because I don't have anything and I'm not strong and I can't throw a rock. I don't think one rock would do anything. Uh, I'm just going to go back and tell the party. That's all. Okay. What I discussed. So you make your way. Alright, so you make your way back to um, where the party is. Um, they're all still there, waiting for you. Um, Larkel now has found him a, what looks to be a cut-down tree trunk that he's sitting on. He's kind of leaning on his uh, leaning on his mace a bit, and the others are... Uh, Parker is there, kind of waiting there, kind of, you know, biting her thumbnail impatiently. 
Um, Well, I couldn't get inside. But says a disembodied voice out of the ether. Yeah. Ryder, is, is uh, that you? Right. Oh, oh, I'll drop. Oh, the, sorry. I'll drop the spell. Okay. Forgot I was invisible for a moment. All right. So you drop invisibility. Ryder um, reappears. I uh, there were about there's just the one main building. Uh, now it does have a pretty impenetrable wall all the way. Down. Um, but, uh, there's one watchtower, there was one person, I don't know exactly what they were, I couldn't, I couldn't get a good, a good look. There's one person in the watchtower, and then there's like 15 or so tents outside of that main building. So if I had to guess, I would assume that your pops is inside that main building somewhere. Um, and if there's 15 or so tents, that means there's got to be at least 15 or so people that reside here, 15 plus, and that's, that's all the information I have. Sorry, I wasted your spell, team. Oh, this is valuable information. You didn't waste anything, good sir. Thank you for all the information. That's very good. I still say, what do you think? I mean, we stick to the plan, right? We... We take this chest that we brought from Western, of course. It's right here. We brought a chest, right? It's Did right you? here. It's in my hand. Did you bring a chest? I feel as though, I feel as though we would have. <laughs> that, was, that was part of the plan that we had made. We would have brought a chest. Which means you probably should have remembered to go get a chest. Can I turn my scimitar into a chest? <laughs> no, a chest is not a weapon with which you are proficient, or a weapon at all. Unless it's a mimic. I tried. I tried, guys. Mimic's not a weapon, it's a creature. Unless it's a pet mimic. Well, still we, don't, we don't need. We don't. Chest. Coin passes, that works. Um, yeah. Do we yeah, want to put in a backpack? Yeah, that's true. I mean, do we want to just approach the gate or do we fan out? I feel like maybe we could have an emissary, someone, someone to talk, and then some of us could stay hidden just so we don't reveal all our numbers. Yeah, I mean. I'm kind of like the leader, so I guess I should volunteer, right? I could do it. I think at least two of you should go. I guess I'll go with you, Bozak. Okay. If you think that's best, then we can do that. I'll let you do most of the talking, though. I could be your, uh, I could be your muscle. All right, fearless leader. And then I guess right. the rest of us will just the rest of us will just find a advantageous fault so that way we could pop out and knock some heads around. So what happens when an impenetrable wall meets an unstoppable force? And I point at Larkel. 
Larkel stands up and he goes, puts the, slings the mace over his shoulder and he just says, Not good things. Yeah, what he said. Things just explode. So there's, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not saying we gotta do it. So talk first. We could we could also just wait until nighttime. Stealthily take out the person on the watch, sneak in, kill everybody while they sleep, and then just take Parker's dad out like that. I know it's probably too late to be spitballing ideas, but there's <laughs> another one. It's never too late. If it's a good one. <laughs> You think you could summon 15 tentacles, Zira? And just slap them around while we take Parker's dad out? Actually, can I? No. <laughs> as cool as that would be, uh, no. You don't, you currently don't have any uh, any ability to summon 15 tentacles. All you have is the Grasp of the Deep, which lets you have one. But it's, Zira, I want you to notice how he said currently you don't have. There are things later on that you get Currently. where you can get you can get a few, but um, as of right now, no, you're not capable of doing such a thing. We're gonna investigate that for later. Oh yeah. No man, I ain't that strong yet. Ah, I ain't that okay. Well, well. I still think. You know, our, we've got two options. You know, we go in and talk now. We have a small group talk now, and if it goes wrong, we all bust in and bash heads. Or we go at night. Well, no, I, I like our current plan. Let's let's go with that. Yeah, I'm with Ryder. Well, I'm, I'm, I venture to say they might recognize you, Parker. Maybe, I mean, you could say that you're... I don't know if it's going to help at all. You being there or not being there, maybe. I mean, it wouldn't really make sense for somebody else to come and get him. That's true. true. That's a good point. Well, Danger Shell, you ready? Yeah. Let's go. Back to you, Paco. All right. You guys then begin to make your way down the trail. Uh, you make the final curve. Begin to approach um, this barricade around. Wait, 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 wait. Do we... <laughs> Where's the gold? Did we, did we put all that together? Did we figure it out? <laughs> we have some bags somewhere. It's in this no, chest that I brought. Look, this chest right here, we put all the gold in it. We clearly stated that before we left Western. Hey, yeah, that's a good point, Parker. We should turn around and get all the gold in this bag here. <laughs> it's just completely... I 
was just completely black. There we go. <laughs> All right, so we'll just say that we'll say that you guys we get to kind of pool all your gold together um, into a into a bag or a sack of some sort, um, but not a chest. <laughs> I toss in five gold. Um, eventually, you are able to pool up the gold, and uh, who wants to carry it, Bozik or? Yeah, I'll carry it. Sweet, the guy who doesn't have any idea what money is, y'all are gonna let him carry the money. Sweet, great. Um, Smart. So you guys then make yeah. that final. Well, we we gave him we gave him explicit instructions to not do anything with it. Correct. Don't give it to anybody. Just keep it on your person. Yeah, of course. So, as you make this final curve, you see ahead of you um, the barricade around this encampment. Up at the top, the Watchman now um, looks out and notices both of you and just says, Stop! Who goes? Um, I, I'm here for my father. Kind of leans down and looks in a little bit closer at you and he says, a nod, he says, just a minute. And that's where we'll end tonight's session. Yay! Oh, Alright. I know, I know. I'm sorry. Just as a minute. Soon as, <laughs> as soon as my mom just looking blankly at a letter and I was like, oh no, my dad. What's happening? Immediately thought that yeah. he was dead, but I'm glad that we're, we have the chance to save him. That that boy was gone. <laughs> I sent Alex a message as soon as he said that. I was like, oh no. And he was like, that boy dead? <laughs> I thought he was dead. Hold on. Let me, uh, let me stop the recording here. Thanks for listening to another episode of Aftermath and Alexandria Story. Rang.